three, two, one. And we are live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Tito Labine. This is the Impulse Show. And with me, as this always, Jeffrey Keeble. What's going on? Hey, you know what? I like that intro. You sounded very inspiring, this joyful, <laughs> and happy. No. <laughs> I'm a little speechless. A little speechless. <laughs> I don't know if I uh, can continue on. Hey, I, I turned a new leaf this week. You turned a new leaf this week. Yep, yep, and yep, yep. We, we don't have to deep dive into it, but uh, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Proud of you. From you. from what you've let me know, you've changed a few things and and you just you smell better even, I think. Yeah, I showered more. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm showering more. I no. to clean a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also sitting next to us, looking absolutely delicious as always, Lyle Keeble. I'm here on time today. Here on time, out of rehab. Almost back to rehab. Almost, Almost back, back to rehab. <laughs> maybe, maybe we did the enabling a little bit, but yep. hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey. We'll, we'll get into that. Yep. The we, expensive stuff. We, yeah. we, we, we let the stallion run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he let me run one weekend, yep. and then we let him run last weekend. Yep. I wasn't crying because of the fumes. It's because it was glorious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, boys, so uh, as the podcast game goes, sometimes we don't release... Podcast on the every single Tuesday, but mm-hmm. um, here we are Wednesday. Had some things, whatever, blah blah blah. But we're here doing the podcast. We're doing it so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. doing it so good. Yes, I love it. This past week, though, um, quite the journey from oh, yeah. Sunday to Sunday. I feel like we haven't stopped running. We that's, have that's, not. That's the thing. Mm-mm. I feel like even though we're on our like quote unquote off week. Like just getting edits done, like we're still working. Yeah. Oh yeah. For so, sure. But it does feel nice not to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels yep. nice to stick in the area, you know, hang out, enjoy, enjoy each other's company. And uh not only that, like I said, made made some lifestyle changes already that I needed to work on myself. So what a great week to to do it in. But uh other than that, it was uh yeah, it's been fun. It is nice to kind of get back to some sort of routine. Routine, like yes, exactly. like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, even even though it's three days, yep. For me, it's still it's nice. Like we got to oh. you got to work out Monday, Tuesday. Like I got to work out Monday, Tuesday. We went up, bought our own food. I worked out this morning too. Yeah. Well, so, that's right. Wednesday. Yep. yep. Uh, and you worked out oh. today. <laughs> and uh, no, so like we yeah. went out, bought our own food so that yeah. we could cook it. So we're not obviously going out all the time. Yes. So that's nice for us to be able to kind of like stay home, cook, maybe save a little bit of money. So we're not always mm-hmm. running around. So yes. it has been nice. Well, then I noticed a big difference for me in my, and it's crazy because they always say it all happens in the kitchen. Yep. And, True that. And you know, I lost like four to five pounds already. Yeah. Well, in three days. And it's just from that fucking junk food that we've been eating on the road. Fuck yeah. Everything. We had foot long hot dogs, yeah. corn dogs, yeah. a bucket a bu- of cheese curds. Of cheese curds. <laughs> you <laughs> know, I tried to be so nice too mm-hmm. and get like a bucket. I was like, oh yeah, maybe these guys will want it. Like, I got maybe three cheese curds taken out of that bucket. Yeah, yeah so did I. I like, yep, same. I had the little thing. <laughs> yeah. And I smashed it. Yep. You smashed the whole thing? I did. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, so fucking good. Not even, not even, I don't even feel bad. 
<laughs> not at the time. He's no. like, fuck it, let go. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, I even like, I, I didn't, I didn't weigh myself, but just like, I don't know, even like the feeling in your stomach, oh, yeah. you just feel. Oh, that's the big thing. Like you don't feel better. like bloated and stuff anymore. Yeah. 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 No. So no, the workouts this week has been going good. Um, yeah, like I said, a hectic week last week. So yeah. should we dive into it? Yeah. I mean, obviously we already talked about Bark River. You know, we went over it with uh, you know, Kyla Duke and then um, you know, talked with um Wow, who was our guest last week? Oh, uh, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, sorry. Yeah. I was trying to think of a uh, trying to think of a racer. Bobby Connor? Yeah. 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 Bobby Wear it. Uh, I was like, all right, he's on his own because I don't know either. Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah. Normally it's a racer that was yeah. so un- unusual yeah. guest, but dude, so Sunday we were at what'd you say? Which one of you was like, oh, squiggly line racing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me. I said, uh, Dude, I had we an actual were, racetrack. Yeah, almost. so we were going to, we we're traveling to Brainerd, and I was like, dude, isn't this wild? I was like, the tracks that we're doing are, are going from like the least expensive to the most payout to the expensive. Yeah, and it was, I don't know, it was. And the racing got easier, yeah. simpler, we should say. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like going from like football to basketball to baseball, where, I mean, it's still hard to get into. Like, it's still hard. You still have mm-hmm. to be good. Yeah. Yep, in that aspect of things, but as far as like what you're watching, yep. is vastly different. Yeah, um, so we that went, was a good analogy right there. On. Yeah, so we went from off road to dirt circle track, which, mm-hmm. dude. Oh yeah, oval track. So yeah, <laughs> well, you, so, so going to that. Sun, well, your guys' week was a little bit more hectic than mine because I had yeah. Sunday. Right, we get back from Bark River. Monday, you guys went up to Crandon. Yeah, yep. we did Ryan beat and, um, and Amanda Sorensen. Yep. So you guys were up. There for that. And then when he got back, you know, basically you, you guys got back, what, six, seven, seven, maybe? Yeah. I think I got back in Appleton around eight. Yeah. Seven-ish. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a full day. You were gone before I even woke up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were gone, yeah. what, yeah. 12, yeah, I woke 14 hours? Got up here about six. You no. Know, yeah. Was it six? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say, I got up at 530 and I was like, fuck. And then we left the house at six. Was raining all the way up north, <laughs> and I'm like, "Shit!" I was like, "We're doing this for nothing. We're driving two hours up north yep. for nothing." And then, when you believe it, the track actually needed water when we got up there. Mm-hmm. So, wow. but no, it was good. Um, me and Lyle went back to our old ways of shooting and just made it fun. Like I yeah. said, when practice days like that, you can be more creative. You have more access to the track. You get a little bit more daredevil-y. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and death defying, if you will. Death defying. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it was fun. We got to meet Amanda Sorensen, uh, do a few clips for her. And, you know, she's making her pro debut in mm-hmm. the Pro 2 um, with Ryan Beats truck, old truck. And, you know, and then we he got just won the, in that truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he's breaking out his new truck for Fall Crandon. Thing sounds mean. Does yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, dude, it, it's so fast. He went out the first few times. I was like, holy shit. Like, that's fast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's because it's like him, like he yeah. is fast or everything together. I was like, well, holy shit. Was uh, was Amanda out there first and then him or him first? Uh, him first. She didn't show up till, till probably like, about noonish. Uh, she yeah. didn't get out there till noon. I yeah, should yeah. She showed yeah. up at like 10, 11. And then obviously Ryan's like, I want to get my shit together before yeah. we go to you. Yeah. So yeah. helping you out a little bit with lines and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, she didn't get out there till noon and then God, we stayed till what? Three thirty four. Yeah. Yeah. It was, 
It was a long day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he went from that on Monday to then on Tuesday, um, we went to- I Got my teeth pulled and- moved. Oh, no, we had a- Yeah, you had your tooth pulled. Yeah. We did the Tuesday, podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, Tuesday, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tuesday, yeah, we did the podcast. Uh, we edited. Um, yeah, I, I had pulled. a staff meeting at yeah. 11.30. Yeah, yeah. Went right to noon, started recording at noon, yeah. went right up until <laughs> 2. You had gymnastics. Yeah. Me and Lau then went up to O'Connell Falls to mm-hmm. film for Pro Car and their commercial. Messed up a little bit. And then we messed up a little bit. We got up there, <laughs> we had everything bro. we needed. And then I went to go format the uh, the card on the on the one of the reds and I looked and I wasn't there. So I kind of tapped where it was. I was like, Oh, Hey, where are the cards at? To Lyle? And he goes, I was like, shit. I was like, shit. <laughs> so then we had to call you. I had to call Papa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I'm the one that I was like, Hey guys, I was like, I'm rushing. I gotta get out of here. You guys are in charge. Grab everything that we need. Yeah. I was like slowly like hurrying up packing before I left as much as I could. And I was, and wasn't, Mad, I was disappointed. And I shouldn't even been disappointed because I was like, ah, oh, it's the first time. Like yeah. you, I'm I'm the one that gets everything ready. I'm the one. So if anything fails, it's on me. Or well, if I forget anything, it's on me. And and I feel like I would rather have that happen where we're shooting like a commercial in mm-hmm. McConnell Falls than us going to fucking Brainerd. <laughs> yeah, or Jay, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. And be like, no. oh, we forgot the cards on your desk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? So I yeah. feel like if it were to happen, I'd rather have it happen there. So it's a learning experience for yeah. us. Yeah. We're now, I don't think we're going to make that mistake again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, cards is probably the first thing we're going to think of. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So and yeah, no, but uh, Pro Car though, fucking A lot fun. of fun. A lot of fun. The thing with Pro Car too, I'll admit I was not into it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't want to sh- I, for some yeah, odd I reason. I think it was like shooting all week, and then we did the podcast. Yeah, and then rushing the oh Leon yeah. the practice, and then I him and his uh, mom. We weren't really getting along. And then we forgot the cards. And then you guys forgot the cards. So I had to run all the way back home. <laughs> and then by the time I then I had to rush all the way up to because what I was hoping uh, what in, in the perfect where what I was hoping to do was just to show up, fly the drone, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> Basically what you did though. Yeah, yeah. So like like I told the guys, I was like, hey, I, I'm not into shooting. And Tito, Tito made me feel good. And he was like, Hey, Meanwhile got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, no, all right, cool. Yeah. So then I ended up just flying the drone. Cause, yeah, because I think you said you're like, oh, I'm just not feeling it today. I was like, I, you, I think you were like, I just want to fly the drone. I was like, hey, then fly the drone. Yep. Just do that. I was like, we got it. We'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. And then we did that, and then we went straight from that. Lyle went home because his tooth was, oh, was all oh, drugged yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> still fresh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we went to uh, 141 Speedway. Yes. And did not know what we were getting into. Did not. Totally amateur. I feel like I've been to oval races before, and I don't recall it being like that. No, no. no like, do you think that's been, a 141 thing, or do you think that's like an oval thing? It's got to be. It has to be a 141 thing. I remember going to like Shano and Antigo stuff. Yeah. And I don't remember... It being like that. Uh, unless, unless because it was windy both days. Maybe. Could be. But still they had, okay, so I guess we're, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but so we got there, they started racing and it was just super like dusty and there was this dirt flying everywhere. And it's like, okay, like that's nothing new for us. Yeah. But it was just like this heavy, fine dirt, fine dirt that was just getting but, thrown in the air. And not only that, but into your eyes. It was into your eyes and we didn't do, like, we didn't have any... 
sunglasses or anything like that. We were trying to champ it. Yeah, I know, right? We just really, uh. Yeah, trying to champ it and just kind of watch the races. And I don't I don't know if it was Leon or, or what, but I think we kind of looked around. We saw people with, like, clear glasses no, I on. think you went and got a drink, and you're like, dude, everyone has sunglasses or glasses on. Oh. <laughs> or or yeah. he was like, oh, look at this uh, nerd wearing safety glasses. He was like, that's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I made fun of him. Ever. I was like, look at this nerd wearing safety glasses in the crowd. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. He's wearing it because all this dirt's getting in the eye. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's a good idea. I'm sorry. Yeah. So he went and bought uh, some some of those clear glasses mm-hmm. and game changer. Oh, dude. Yeah. More enjoy- enjoyable. Oh, yeah. then we could sit there and watch it. Yes, and, yes. Uh, and yeah, no, at the end of it, I mean, as I'm sure some of you saw, we look like, uh, uh, what's the cold trickle Yeah, mm-hmm. cold, from <laughs> days, days of thunder. Of thunder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that was our, that was our Tuesday, man. It was a loaded day. And then Wednesday we had to get up and almost kind of do it again. Yeah, yep. where well, got up. then everyone's hounding about the podcast. Yeah, everyone's yeah. Oh yeah, that's right, hounding and, about the podcast. And I think I no, I worked out in the morning, and then I kind of laid around with Leon. And then he had a chiropractor. And then a chiropractor, and then I was like, all right, I guess I could upload this quick. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had another commercial. Yes. To but shoot more relaxed. More relaxed. That one I think we we're looking forward to more than the other one, just yes. because. The nature of it. You know, yes, yes. Being on the lake and whatnot. Yeah. Or the river. Yeah. But super windy again. Yeah. Super windy. Yeah. And just trying to get, trying to get clips, shots, stuff like that. And, and again, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a good time, but then we wanted to go to 141 for the finals then. Yep. Yep. So then when we got down with that, then we had to try and rush to Hoa. Rush. Hoa, yeah. rush. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to rush to 141 and uh, yeah, went there again, got, Fucking dirty again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Watch our boy uh, Cam Rymers. Yeah. I, I don't know if anyone really remembers who Cam Rymers is. I, yeah. When you told me, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, he's doing Oval Track. And yeah. then I guess he's yeah. doing pretty darn good. Yeah. Cam Rymers uh, used to drive a Pro Light. Yep. Number 21. And uh, a good driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think he made the right call as far as. Like, I think he made you know, the right, right call. With going into Oval Track and yeah. getting paid. I mean, they had a $10,000 payout. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so, I don't know if it was like winner take all or if it was like the first top five, top 10 or top three. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, well, but still yeah. on a Wednesday night to have a $10,000 payout. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's from Iowa. It was packed there too. Yeah. Yeah. From Iowa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Packed on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, like sat there, watched it. And I think we're all getting frustrated with them a little bit. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's still like, really, that was the only person that we were we watching knew and yeah. watching. So watching him run the lines that he was running, we we're like, what the fuck? Acting yeah. like we know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he probably is the fast line, too. <laughs> well, and, then I, and then I was out here talking shit and stuff because, like, I don't know. I think as some of you guys know, unfortunately, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of oval racing. It's just one of those that I have my gripes with. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have my own things. Like, I've grown up around Crandon. And it was, I, I think I've said it before. Imagine short course uh, running, running ERX. Every single time. Yep. It's the same track every single time. Or ERX is a little bit longer or a little yep. bit shorter. It's like it's the same same shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, again, the amount of money that goes into it is insane. But anyways, no, we started to kind of get into it. It's like once you know someone, then you can kind of enjoy it a little bit more. And yeah. I think that's, that's what it was. I think that's yeah. what almost For any me sport, was, too. Yeah. yeah. Is that it, like... If you go, like, no one's going to go watch men's softball. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. who, who wants to go watch that? Or, like, a you know, co-ed softball tournament. But if one of your friends is in it, 
you're invested in it. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what it was like. And then, dude, 50 laps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 50 fucking laps, dude. <laughs> 50, well, they got a yellow flag right away. Then it was 49 laps, continuous. Yeah. No yellow flag after mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Clean race. Crazy. No, there was one more uh, yellow flag. Was there? I think there was a few laps. I think we were a few laps in. I think it was 41 laps maybe because then uh, Reimers got caught on the low line. And that's what started him running that low line. Because he was, when he started, he started in what, like 12th? Oh, yeah, yeah. Out, then he, got, yeah he was so on the maybe, outside. Maybe that was the one I'm thinking of. Then. Yep. Yeah. And then and then the second one, he was on the inside because I think he was in like fifth yeah. or seventh or something like that. And he was on the inside. Once they ran him again, he got caught down underneath there and he just got passed by like three guys. Yeah. And ended like 13th. He, he, yeah. Started 13th. He, and, he ran down there for what, 10, 15 laps? Yeah, that probably. low line? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, upsetting. And... <laughs> I remember looking at Jeffrey or Lyle or one of you guys, I think both of you guys should be like, what is he doing? <laughs> I was like, what is he like? Oh. Does he not like have a spotter? Like, was anybody not like telling him like, Hey dog, you got three guys that got by you in 15 laps. Like yeah. maybe let's change it up. Yeah. Cause he was running a high line before and he was just smoking dudes. Mm -hmm. And then once he finally went back to that line that he was running, lo and behold, he finished fourth. Yep. Mm -hmm. Hell of a, hell of a jump. Hell, yeah, of, hell yeah, of a difference. Yeah. Comeback too. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, I don't know. Again, it, it's easy to armchair, you know, to be a quarterback. Yeah. You know, yeah. Armchair, hindsight, 50, 50, whatever. Yeah. You know. Keyboard warriors. But it was one of those, like, we noticed it in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were just like, what, like, what does he do? Like, it was just, I, I don't know. And again, I don't, I don't know the specifics of it as far as like a spotter goes or anything. But yeah. Like no one like told him, but so race gets done. We're all grubby. I think you messaged him. And didn't you guys talk about that, or you asked him like, "Why'd you like stay on the low line?" Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, "It's it was a fast line at the moment that he thought." Yeah, you know, maybe that he felt. Yeah, so no, no, it's just like a, <laughs> probably a racer call more than anything. He just felt more comfortable down there. I mean, who knows? Maybe the traffic. I I don't know what goes into it because obviously you got a. I think it's only an eighth mile track too. Yeah, it's pretty small, and mm -hmm. uh, you have. 15, 20 cars on that thing. Oh, man. They must have had 25, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, it gets hectic. <laughs> Insane. So, I mean, who knows? But no, then uh, get done with that. Um, Hawa, chat. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> what? We leave for Brainerd. Yeah. And then yep. we left for Brainerd on Thursday. Yeah. Crazy. Six hours. Six hours. Wow. Well, we went to Little Falls. Yeah. That I was mean, six hours. Yeah. Still, yeah. Six and a half hours total. Yeah. So. Stayed in a Super 8. Mm -hmm. Walked in. I was like, smelled man. Like smelled dog. like wet dog in there. I was <laughs> yeah. like, bro. I kept my bag closed because like, I don't want my clothes to smell like this fucking hotel room. We all put our bags up off the ground, too. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I kept mine on that table. Yeah, I put mine on the fridge. Yeah. So mine was on the chair. <laughs> I was like, uh, that shit ain't going on the ground. Yeah. yeah. No, then uh, what? Well, we had to move the room around to get Lyle situated. Yeah. Obviously, Tito and I aren't small. So those beds weren't big. And no. no. I think that's the thing of it. Too. I think it'd be different if they were. I don't think they were queen beds. No, no they're, they're, they're tiny. Doubles, I think they were, I think they were doubles or whatever. Full. full. There's yeah. no way we would have yeah. fit together. But anyway, so. <laughs> so then, we all got good night's sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. All of us. All of us. Every no. one of us. Wouldn't lie to each other. Yeah, mm -hmm. did not. Yeah. Make, not even Would not fake it. something to make you feel better. Yeah. 
Uh, it was just funny because we all woke up and we were like, damn, that, that wasn't bad. Yep. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I slept good, man. It was a good bed. Yeah, and man. then pointing at me, he's like, how'd you sleep? I'm like, yeah, I slept really good, actually. I was like, I'm surprised. I was like, ready to get this day started. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm excited. Then we all last out loud. I was like, yeah. He was like, I slept totally good. Yeah. <laughs> Came out at the end of the weekend. Didn't sleep good. Yeah. yeah. I finally uh, told him on the way home. Yeah. It's like sleeping in a bear's den yeah. that night. <laughs> <laughs> so loud. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, poor Lyle uh, off of the corner on an air mattress. Yeah. Just miserable. Like, uh, uh, me and Tito almost went for that yeah. long, long uh, now. Uh, stop uh, two grizzly bears, yeah. man. Just uh, stop breathing at yeah. one point. So, guys? Yeah. Hey, come on now. Yeah. Wake up. Just throwing pillows at us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but, then, so we get there Friday. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's... It's different. Yeah. It's, it's different than champ. Like we had to meet Keegan. We had to get a wristbands. And then like they, there were wristbands on wristbands on wristbands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wristbands for days. For, you had to get like a wristband just to get in a wristband for the camping. And it's like, uh, then we, and then when eventually when we went up to the tower, had to get a wristband for that. Yeah. yeah. So we finally got there. We got situated and um, yeah, no, we, we went to Keegan's truck. And just kind of started to put out the vibe, man. Started uh, mm. started filming, started walking around, started. And then, like, after everything we did in the pits, because then it was, like, what, 1 o'clock, 11? Yeah. About 1 o'clock when the big, big guns. I, actually, it might have been even 3, dude. Was it 3? Might have been, like, late. Yeah, yeah, I think it was pretty late on Friday or whatever day it was. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, so then the big guns came out. Fuel, the, you know, they they takes like what 45 minutes to an hour to change a whole motor yeah Whatever. Which is but, insane. but anyway so they had time to to go over a motor and then like i think they have to start it up like within an hour of going out racing yeah and those fuckers are loud loud, loud and not only that but then you always wonder like oh why are they wearing masks when they're yeah. tuning like gas mask. Yeah, like, <laughs> like an gas. apocalyptic mask, yeah, yeah yeah and you're like wondering like what the fuck like why because some of them have them on some of yeah. them don't. Yep. And you're like, what, what's the point of this? Yeah. Well, found the point. Yeah. <laughs> Lyle loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to our point. Yeah. 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 Didn't need no mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keegan was like, oh, this thing this is called like Nitro Alley because Keegan's been there before. Yeah. And so they'll start up the, the the engines or, you know, start up the car and they'll they'll run it. And uh, yeah, they they use nitro fuel. Yeah, methanol and yeah. all that fun so stuff. So when they start it up, I guess like it like burns your eyes. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard Can't to breathe, breathe in it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. yeah. We were fil- I was filming, trying to start like filming them starting it up and everything. And like as soon as they started, it's like they just released the gas. Yep. And I was like, oh my! Like I probably lasted like. Three seconds? Yeah. yeah. Same. I think I was and about three, I was, four, five seconds. And then I was like, ah, oh my God, it burns. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you don't know like what you're getting yeah. into. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get out of the way. Pushing little kids and fucking grandpas out of the way. Yeah, you see Jeffrey crawling. Yeah, yeah. 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 Crawling on the ground yeah. in between legs. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. I think I got the black lung. Yeah. And, then, and then you got Lyle just fucking standing in there. Oh, with man. His, mm. With his head held high. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like uh, what's her name, Rose from the Titanic, yeah. His arms out, yeah. head from up, that boat, sucking yeah. in all the fumes. 
mouth wide open. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can taste it. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but yeah, no. So then that that was an experience. That experience um, it doesn't even go to like how loud they actually are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were loud starting up. Yeah. And then you hear them take off like, holy shit. Yeah. So what's wild though, is that people like, so you're talking about these fumes, right? Mm-hmm. Burn your eyes, kind of burn almost like your face, hard to breathe. Motherfuckers will gather around to get hits of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. like <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There were crowds of like 50 people. Yeah. Like, yeah. As soon as like a engine was like, ah, da, 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 these people would flock to the yeah. engine mm-hmm. to like, just get that like hit, bro. Yeah. Like they, they had shirts that said nitro junkie. On. Yeah. We had an old guy with a hat that said nitro junkie standing right next to the fucking thing, waiting for it to light up. <laughs> Uh, wild man I was no. like I, old guy I was like dude how old are you he's like I'm 39 I've been coming here for 20 years bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but, then uh, we finally get to the tower yeah we finally get to mm-hmm. go spoiled Dude, yep. totally spoiled. Spoiled. Like, mm-hmm. I was telling these guys, I was like, man, I was like, I'm so glad we got to experience that, but it sucks too because we'll probably never get to experience that again. Yep. <laughs> yep. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. So, got to go to the, uh, the like, little Lucas, VIP. Yeah, VIP Lucas Oil Suites yeah. kind of thing. And uh, got to go down by the uh, finish line, not like... Not finish line, starting line. It was starting line, sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, like... Practically next to it. Yeah, you're yeah, right yeah. Next we're, to him. we're probably twenty feet away. Yeah, I mean, from the barricade, like from the from the center blocks to where yep. the cars are. At, yeah, probably twenty feet. And so <laughs> we get down there. Amateurs, yeah, amateurs. amateurs. We're standing there like the, these guys got the camera. I got the vlog camera. And uh, so normally what they do is they will do a burnout, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll um, get the tires like, get warm, the tires warm kind of thing. So we're standing. We get down there. We're all excited. All of a sudden. What? We're like, oh my god! We all like looked at each other, yeah. and we're like, "Holy shit! What was that?" And then Keegan looks at me, and goes, "Oh, that was only like ten percent." Yeah, like, what? Thirty percent? He said, "Yeah, he said yeah. about thirty percent." He's like, "He's like when they come back, they open up everything then, so then it can, so the engine can then reach its full potential." Yeah, and I was like, "What? Like that was thirty percent?" Like Loudy goes, "Yeah, you're gonna want to plug your ears." I was like, oh, okay. And like, even, yeah, even at that moment, I was just like, can't be that loud. Yeah, yeah I didn't like, do it either. I was like, like I'm going to record this. Like, still, like, even the burnout was super loud, scared the shit out of me, but I was like, can't get any louder than that. Yeah. Holy fuck. Oh, my God, yeah. man. Not only was loud, you could feel everything. Yes. <laughs> I had my ears plugged and I still almost shit my pants. Yeah. So they fucking, you know, dropped my camera. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the light turns blue, then yellow, then green. And it goes, you know, sequence. And as soon as that light turned green and they fucking lit them up, like shaking. Yeah. Everything. Like my body shaking, camera shaking, every Dude, fucking thing. You feel shaking. it like in your chest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, so it's 11,000 horsepower, I guess, that they're putting out. Yes. And I, I, dude, I saw the people in front of me even like plugging their ears. Like, yeah. We didn't have any ear protection. Yeah. yeah. We didn't know what we were getting into. So I had my, fingers in my ears to like, and they do, they took off and I almost got scared and like took my fingers off yeah. out of like fear because I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And I like, I could not imagine what you guys like, I think you might've been closer than me. Yeah. Jeffrey. I was, I was standing on the cinder block, uh, on the staircase. Yeah. And dude, bad idea. I don't know how you're like, 
ears weren't bleeding. Yeah. No, they were. I mean, after the third hit. <laughs> I guess they I, were. <laughs> and it's like after the third hit, I was like, all right. Like, I went and walked out and... Uh, uh, one of the one of the workers there were like, "Oh, honey, do you need earplugs?" I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes." <laughs> and she's like, she's like, "Oh, okay, here you go." She grabbed up. She's like, "You got my last pair." I'm like, "Thank you so much." I need. I need. And then, and then, <laughs> then like, then I just turned around and went back in and started filming. Oh yeah, uh, Hopi. I looked over. I saw Hopi sticking tissue in his fucking ears. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look me up. <laughs> I need that. Uh, and he gave me a little bit, so I stuffed him in my ears. And uh, I mean, they still they still weren't as good. Like I still kind of had to put my hands over my mm-hmm. ears. But if I needed to record something on the vlog camera, like it was good enough. I, it was good enough. Yeah. yeah. So and and I just want to let everybody know, like if you have not been doing an NHRA race, uh, I think it's worth the go. Yeah. Yes. At yeah. least one day. I can understand why people go. I'd go on like a Saturday or something like that. Or even a Sunday during the finals. Sunday during the finals. Yeah. And uh, man, like you get the the sound of it, the feel of it, like the roar of the engine when yeah, it goes and, by. And you could be anywhere to feel that roar. Yeah. I think what, uh, so Friday we kind of like took it all in. Yep. Saturday we're like, all right. And Saturday was a hot oh, day. Oh man. Yeah, Saturday was miserable. Like today. Hot. Like today. Yeah. yeah. And, and we were on the. Black top, black top, black, black top yeah. yeah. And uh, no, so then we went down and we're like, no, we want to f- see what 300 mile per hour looks like. Yeah, you know, and still, even when they started, you could still feel the power in your chest. It's like that yeah. scene off Talladega Nights with that girl. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel the rumble going on my legs. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, dude. Even even when we were in the stands, like further down the the stretch. Yeah, I still I I still put my earplugs in. Yeah, because like I was like ah like it shouldn't be too bad. They went by, and I was like nah, I'm not gonna sit here and take that. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy to see what it is like up close. Yeah, the fat, how fast they were going. Yeah, Same. no, and then yeah, no, I would definitely go to NH. NHRA drag event. Yep. Again. So, and then Sunday was kind of a little more the same. Where we, I mean, we packed up and. Uh, you know, kind of got to watch some of the finals or at least the, the start of the elimination stuff. Yep. Yeah. But we were trying to get out of there then like as yeah. quick as we could. Cause yeah. like everyone was telling us that it's a, like a zoo to get out. Yeah. And like, it's so crazy. So we were, we left what? One, two, one. one yeah. One ish. One. So. But speaking of zoo, very disappointed. Uh, yeah. We, everyone was hyping up like the zoo, like where we were staying, like where we were staying at with Keegan was like that was like the place to go like parties crazy shit happening they're talking about titty boards where they're like oh they measure titties and i was like dog yeah. and, and uh and chaz was like yeah man he's like they're hot hot milfs like everywhere i was like oh dude yeah i'm, I'm like excited. i'm getting wild this weekend <laughs> and yeah. it did not live up to the hype no nope. on friday night we like we sat around the fire like watched people drive by like, yeah yeah that was people fun watched. Yeah, yeah people watched that was cool like took a ride around and I think it was all circumstantial Friday was a late day people got back late to the campsite ate at like nine and I feel like then just the energy waned after that mm-hmm. everyone went to bed Sunday or Saturday we watched the UFC fights had some drinks uh, made some dollar bets that was fun yeah yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah, a so lot of fun to kind of just sit in chill hot day yeah mm-hmm. and then it was like 11 and I think that's what killed everybody that day was the heat oh yeah yeah because yeah, it was so dead almost yep not a lot of people out mm-hmm. I think you and Chaz went for a drive around yeah and not too much going on yep. and, yeah and, and well and that's exactly what I was about to say then it was like <laughs> Friday night Saturday dudes everywhere 
Yeah. Just smelled like hot cock everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then, then you had to, re- then you have to realize like where we're at, we're at a fucking NHRA event. Oh yeah. Like, but, but that's another thing too, is like, don't, don't say there's like a titty board to like measure titties <laughs> and say they're hot milfs out. You know what I mean? Like, like manage expectations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be like, Oh, like it's a wild time. They're like dudes doing crazy shit out at the zoo. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like, oh, like it's a dude fest. Okay. And then I can manage the expectations and, <laughs> you know, and then I didn't have to shave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, as far as the experience goes, I mean, overall. Yeah. Awesome. Fucking, like fucking said, awesome time. It was just an off year for the zoo. Yep. Because like I said, ran late, was hot the next day. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah. But no, I mean, overall fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yep. Fun. I mean, Thanks to Keegan and, and mm-hmm. Lucas Oil for the yeah. hospitality oh, and everything. Totally, totally fucking enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, grateful. Like, I'm not, yeah, and we're not trying mm-hmm. to say, like, the, the zoo was, like, it, like, it wasn't, like, disappointing. I no. mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just one aspect of yeah. it, which for me, that didn't matter. It didn't matter yeah, to you, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, but, I mean, as far as the racing goes and the event and, like I said, I, I, I mean, you got the. Stand in the pits. I got to film in the pits. I think Law got to film in some yeah. pits. Mm-hmm. You know, so the teams were very accommodating, which yeah. is very, really yeah. weird. Just from hearing from like what Jason and Bryant were saying and everything, and yeah, they and, um, and the teams just welcomed us in. They're like, "Hey, you want to film this?" I'm like, "Are you sure?" Yeah, like, yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah film everything." They're like, "Film everything and anything you guys want." Yeah, and. You know, it was they cool. were open to questions too. Like that's how we found out like the time. I asked one guy, I was like, "How long does it take you guys to get like one of these things ready from the moment they show up to like ready to go?" He's like, "If we really have to, he's like thirty five minutes. Takes that's us wild. takes us about eight minutes to do a motor, and then that's he's like, everything else is like to undo a motor. I think to get it back together too. Oh really? So eight minutes undo it, eight minutes of yeah, or like total or I want to say total. No, he, he made it sound like because they just everybody just goes, takes it apart, and they so they. Every once one's off, another guy comes in, throws it on. I think it's eight minutes to undo a motor and then eight minutes to do another one. No, put prob- it together. Probably, I want to say put it together because you have to be more like careful yeah. because you still got bearings, O rings. Pike, they could do that everything. shit in their well, sleep, probably. Yeah, at this point. I, I think. Yeah. Well, like I said, saying, and it was a well oiled machine in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know, oh, yeah. Like everyone, yeah. like the eight people that are working on the motor had their one job to do. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, no, and that was cool mm-hmm. to uh, to be immersed in that, to experience that. Super grateful, like yep. you said. Thank you to Key and thank you to Lucas Oil. Um, mm-hmm. You know everybody there that helped us out. I mean, shit, I doubt they're listening to us, but you NHRA, still, what up? NHRA, yeah, <laughs> Brainerd, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys put out killer edits, dude. Incredible. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was fun so, filming something different. Yes. Should we? Uh, but yeah, our, sure. Our guest? Yeah, but that was our that was our weekend though. So that was our week or that was yeah. our week week. <laughs> yeah, so week. like like I guess we got some time to talk about. But again, we went from off road oval track to straight line racing. Yeah, yep. and like I said, it's crazy because every sport, like besides the oval, it wasn't as expensive, but the payout yeah. is there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and obviously, I don't know what they get paid out for. For uh, for NHRA to win an event like that, but I, I heard mean, it was like a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars a run for the car. Jesus, it's insane. Yeah, so, insane. So per run, every time they go out there and run that straight line in three seconds, hundred thousand dollars down the drain. Yeah, hundred thousand dollars to it's run. One of the Lucas Oil guys, three point seven seconds. Yeah, just like yeah. 
per second the most money you're spending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's just crazy. But also like I'm glad we're vastly like we're not like stuck to one. Yeah. Genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got to enjoy. Like I enjoyed the racing all week and yep. and wouldn't mind doing that. Again. Definitely an old man sport. Yes. Mm-hmm. Old dude sport. I mean, not not and not saying like every every person there was old, but for the mo- for the most part uh, the drivers were a little older. Uh, the crowd was a little bit older. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, from, from where we're coming from, as far as like short course off road, I love short course off road. I think it's some of the best racing on the planet. I mean, door to door action, jump, sliding dirt, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, you don't get that in oval. And mm-hmm. then the, the mm-hmm. drag racing stuff, like if you're really into drag racing, like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, like that's great. But as far as like anything else goes, like they're just, running it. You yeah. know what I mean? They're just sending two cars at a time. Bam, 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 bam. Yep. And I don't know, like that, that was a nice aspect of it, but like they didn't, <laughs> that's all they did. <laughs> I mean, they, they had the big yep. motors and I'm not yep. trying to like downplay any of it. It's I just, think you are though. it's, well, it's, it's hard for me to, um, try to understand or justify why there's so much like payout for it Yeah, for, for a sport that's just like, Go straight. Nah, it's just where the money's at. CBS. That's, yeah. Well, and that's Fox. the thing. That's where the money's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just how it is. Um, but it did feel good not to get dirty for a weekend. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Cameras yes. weren't dirty. Camera Lucas Oil products kept my camera shiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and shiny. Our, yeah, and yeah. our next guest brought to you by Lucas Oil. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we selling out. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. One day we will. <laughs> Just not today. <laughs> Just not today. But uh yeah, so yeah, we got uh, three guests today, so guests. maybe a little longer podcast, but uh, we're going to try something different. We're going to try this like once a month. I want to have a, what do you want to call it? Like a product? Um, Official? Sp- um, sponsor, vendor, or something vendor, like that? Probably. Vendor, vendor. vendor, spotlight, whatever. But no, this guy um, that we're going to call, like kind of gave me and Lyle our, like our start, like the mm-hmm. uh, Start in videoing, like they're the first people to hire us. So yeah, no, it's kind of cool. I mean, he was uh, more than willing to jump on. So, um, but here we go. You guys will know who this is. Oh yeah, you guys will know exactly who it is <laughs> if he picks up. He better. You should God know. Damn it. He talks about it every race all weekend. the time. I know. Like, who <laughs> Uh, he is really not going to pick up. He is not going to pick up. Watch him be like, you guys said 1245. Yeah. Did he say 1245? I reached my... Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, what if he's, he's like, I'm not, like, not going to be ready for four minutes. But God damn it, <laughs> Oh, here he goes. All right, you ready? Uh, yep. All right. And our next guest. He's a guy who does it all, sells it all, has been everywhere. He's the cream of the crop. We've got Ken to Mike. Good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> well, uh, we're out here in sunny, super hot Loveland, Colorado for the Overland Expo Mountain West. Super Setup. hot. Super hot. It's hot in Colorado? No way. Yes. Yes. Yesterday it was 102. Jeez. Holy <laughs> shit. No. Bro, are you sure you're not in Hawaii? 
No, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> feel the heat. Yeah. So Kendall, the heat. Yep. Kendall Mike, it is a Wednesday and you are at an expo. What is that? Uh, what does that entail? Big dog. Basically it's car camping on steroids. Uh, we like to call it overloading. No, I'm kidding. It's, uh, it's, it's the new hot trend. It's overlanding. Put a, uh, put a rooftop tent on your rig and a uh, canopy and throw a cooler in the back and go camping out the middle of nowhere. Oh, nice. So what does that, yeah. what does that have to do? Oh, okay. I, I, I probably should, uh, introduce you a little bit more properly. Yeah. This is, uh, this is Mike for Kenda tires. And I just want to know, uh, what does Kenda have to do with all of that? Is it just kind of getting to you, getting you where you need to go in that aspect of things? Absolutely. So, you know, these guys, uh, that do this, uh, spend an insane amount of money on their rigs outfitting them with every kind of gadget you can think of. Uh, so <clears throat> when it comes to the tires or really anything else, they kind of look to maximize their spend, uh, for whatever they're buying. And we represent a great value. You know, we like to say we're a premium product at a value price. So, uh, you can end up with a really great, uh, product, uh, for your overlanding rig guaranteed to get you where you need to go, whether that's up in the mountains or on the desert. And uh, we're here, we're actually doing a, a, a ride and drive for consumers. So we've got 10 Jeeps uh, that we've got outfitted, uh, six of them with Kenda products on them and four of them with competitors products, which is something that not a lot of other tire companies are willing to do is put their stuff up head to head uh, against their competition, kind of like we do on the track. Oh, <laughs> nice. I love that. Damn. I was just about to ask you a question, but I forgot it now with that little dig at everyone else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so it just sounds like you're out there, man, having fun and just kind of messing around and, and like, how, how do you, how can you call that a job, man? We're just out there having fun and just going to different places. Well, it's, I'll tell you what, guys, it's one of those things. Watch out when your hobby becomes your job. Uh, because then it, it turns into a job. Uh, but no, I can't complain. I'm, I'm a very fortunate guy. You know, Kenda's not a huge company staff wise here in the U S you know, we're a, we're a global company. We're a couple, $3 billion in sales, uh, all over the world every year. But, uh, but here in the U S believe it or not, uh, there's only five sales guys, uh, wow, that, that handle the entire United States and Canada. Uh, so all of us end up having to wear a lot of different hats. Um, I am lucky enough to be the motorsports guy, to be the event and, uh, and show guy. Um, I'm also the guy that gets to do uh, uh, product training for our, uh, for our wholesale uh, sales guys and our retail sales guys. So we bring everybody out uh, to a thing called Light Truck Boot Camp in Arizona every year and teach them all about uh, Kendas. And we're kind of doing a mini one of those here, but we also, we also are involved in motorsports because, you know, we have something to prove to everybody because I think the biggest question is who's Kenda or what's Kenda? Are they any good? And uh, I think 29 podiums so far this year kind of proves that we're that good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damn. Look at you on top of your game. As far as statistics go with podium. Am I, am I, am I right? Cause I kind of <laughs> just pulled that one out of my, <laughs> <laughs> the 
like that just sounded good. <laughs> okay, Haley. Yeah. 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 <laughs> one of those, hey, if you say it with conviction, it must be true. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, shit, that sounds legit to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't something ridiculous like, oh, yeah, like we're out here with 80 podiums. I'd be like, dog. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's dudes on their little, uh, naked lady machines right now. Fact checking me, but uh, no. So you said that there are uh, five sales guys. Uh, where, where do you rank at in that? Are you, are you number one, number two? Do I rank three? at yeah. I mean, as far as popularity height? What? Yeah. <laughs> as far as sales numbers go, we're, we're, we're looking for the sales top. numbers. I am the number one sales guy for Kenda globally. There we go. Globally. Yeah. globally. 125 million million dollars in sales we only talk to the cream of the crop that's why we uh called you <laughs> somebody's probably gonna fact check me on my sales numbers who's our uh, western and central region sales <laughs> manager and, and he kind of looked at me like really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes have you looked at the numbers this month yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those are only temporary. Yeah. <laughs> Glory's forever. Yeah. That's right. Glory is forever. Uh, oh, man. So um, I guess what I want to know then is, um, man, the, the, the big question I think I have is why why is Kenda staying in short course off-road racing when, you know, teams like General Tire and Falcon and like that have pulled out? What Why, why is Kenda staying in that short course game? Well, you know, that's, that's kind of an interesting question. Uh, we involve ourselves in motorsports, uh, especially off-road racing. Uh, to, like I said before, to, to prove, hey, you know, our stuff is as good as the next guys. And in a lot of cases, better. Uh, and it's certainly less expensive uh, than that. But it's, 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 it's to prove that. And short course, in my opinion, is the most watchable motorsport out there right now you guys you know maybe there's some nascar fans out there i'm an f1 fan mm -hmm. uh but i would much rather and i mean i'm a pretty fanatic f1 fan but i would much rather watch off-road racing yes i think mm -hmm. it's it's yep. it's infinitely watchable um it's it's all the things that it it wanted to be back in the day you know when mickey thompson was stadium racing yep. they were trying to figure out a way to bring baja into a, a, a venue or a place where everybody could watch the whole race. It didn't have to chase trucks down the peninsula. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's, that's really where we're at right now. And I think if, if there's somebody who has uh, a good vision and a lot of money, uh, we'd be able to bring this more to the masses. And I mean, that's why we need to educate consumers about Kenda. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and do you, and do you think maybe that's why maybe like GT and uh, Falcon pulled out was as far as like numbers go? Like, like, do you think that's it? Or do you think it's a, um, a, a supply thing or like a cost thing? Because again, like the only ones in the game seem to be, you know, Kenda tires, Cooper, and maybe Maxis. I mean, at the beginning of the year, there really wasn't too much Maxis stuff. I mean, I, I see that lady there every now and then, but um, I mean, well, you those know, are kind I, of the only three. I don't want to be really critical of the series or other manufacturers because, you know, I want to be involved in uh, a sport where I'm pitting our product against guys that are more expensive than us or 
perceived as as better than us because those are the guys I want to beat. Yeah. Um, and and so I don't want to give props to my my uh, rivals, you know, uh, unless unless they're due. And you know, you can't forget about Yokohama. Yokohama's oh, yeah, pretty invested right. in this. Yeah. They're one of the they're one of the guys other than us and Maxis that actually offer trackside support to the teams. You know, we bring engineers and uh, other guys out to actually support by grooving the tires and, and mounting the tires and doing all that stuff. So trackside support, I think, is important. You know, and Yokohama does it, Maxis does it, and and I applaud them for that. Uh, general, you know, I don't know, maybe they, they think they don't have anything to prove anymore. Or maybe they think that they're putting their money somewhere else. You know, there's there's a different dynamic to Kenda. Um, I can't put an ad on television because most people that watch an ad about Kenda on television, the first question they're going to have is, what's Kenda? (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, there's, there's, you know, that's kind of a waste for me, but, uh, but supporting drivers and teams and putting trucks on the track, you know, providing the band for the concert, so to speak, as Dave Winter likes to say, (laughs) Hey Dave, um, that that's, that's what's more important because I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I, and by virtue, Kenda is more about preserving and increasing or, uh, making better this sport. What do you, uh, what do you have to say as, as far as, um, I guess I don't even know if this is your in your in your wheelhouse of things, but uh, whenever I go golfing, seemingly every golf cart seems to be rocking Kenda tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, that's why uh, is that? that's that's well, that's something I really love hanging my hat on. <laughs> we are the number one selling golf cart tire in the world. <laughs> that a dollar at McDonald's will get you a cup of coffee. Yeah. So. Hell yeah, dude! See, like that—that's where it's at, man. Like, yeah. like. Like to, to be able to say that and be like, yo, see them golf cart tires? Papa's that, responsible rolling for that on one. <laughs> yeah. Rolling on Kendas. Rolling on Kendas. Well, if, if you look at the, the guys, their Cooper golf cart that they ride around in, they're on Kendas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's, man. Like, let, me, let, me, let me put it to you this way. That's, that's the first step in total global domination yeah. by Kenda. <laughs> so now we cornered the golf cart market. Look out the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that, that is a flex too. Cause it's like, Oh, you're going to use golf cart to get around. Well, we'll get you around. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We're there to support you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, dude, that's, that, that's, that's big. That was something I noticed before too. And, um, uh, how do, how do you, I, again, I don't know how much you're involved as far as like, getting athletes or signing people or anything else like that. Um, but I mean, you crushed it when you got, uh, Kyle Greaves, uh, as far as like one of your guys rocking Kenda and then the, uh, Corey winner deal happened and, and Corey is a, you know, a fantastic driver. Don't, don't tell him that though. It's unrealistic. Yep. Yeah. No. So just keep that yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. yeah keep, uh, yeah. No, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunately or unfortunately involved in all aspects of the motorsports from our involvement into it, that decision, uh, to, to picking the athletes. Uh, but I have to give props where props are due. Um, you know, I've been doing this unbeknownst to everyone. And I like, kind of like it that way since the nineties. And, uh, I like flying under the radar 
so that's why you guys are so privileged to have me on a podcast. Um, but I have uh, I have a I have a great mentor and a longtime friend in Dan Vanithuvel. Oh, yep. And yep. Dan, Dan's Dan's people don't know this, but Dan's kind of a godfather to the sport, man. Mm. He enables a lot of guys to go racing that wouldn't uh, be able to do that otherwise, because we know this is a super expensive sport. And uh, you need to get help and money from wherever you can. And that's been the biggest holdback to a lot of stuff, you know, and as a tire manufacturer, you know, we can't be the sole supporter or the sole funding source for these teams. So the more sponsors, the better. But going back to Dan, Dan's knows everyone has known everyone uh, is multiple uh, pro two champ. Um, he should be in the motorsports off-road motorsports hall of fame. I don't know why he isn't. Others are, uh, but it's because of Dan and his involvement with us that has gotten us entrees to some of these teams. Uh, some of these guys I've known uh, like uh, Corey's dad, Dave, uh, when I had an off-road shop, uh, I bought a lot of his product and have known Dave and that kind of gave me a little bit of an in there, but you know, those guys aren't going to pick something just based on money. You know, there are guys out there that will sit in a seat that isn't as safe as somebody else's seat or uh, run a product that isn't as good as somebody else's just because of the money. And that's unfortunately where the sport is right now, where guys have to make decisions like that, where racers normally should make a decision based on the performance I want the best, fastest, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, can you uh, something I've kind of wanted to know the difference on um, is uh, the difference between like ATs, MTs, and RTs. I guess can you can you let some people us because some people may not know, um, but can you tell us the difference kind of between those three those three tires that Kenda has? Absolutely. And uh, important to note that we race and have won races on all of those patterns. Uh, But, you know, let's start with the AT2. Uh, That's an all-terrain product. Uh, In my opinion, as as an avid off-roader, I think that's kind of a misnomer. I think it's more of an all-season radio, (laughs) in my opinion. But (laughs) I kind of lean more towards the more aggressive tire. Um, but it, it's, it's a great tire. It's got a 60,000 mile warranty on the LT, uh, product, or I'm sorry, on the, on the hard metric sizes. And then the LT product has 50,000 mile warranty. Uh, it's through peak mountain snowflake. So for up here in the North country, uh, <laughs> that, is a, that is a great advantage to have a, a tire that's good in the snow. And that thing is, is ruthless. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that you have to test improve that your product is capable of that. Uh, the RT that is just the, and honestly in the industry and the rest of the manufacturers can argue with me, but that is the, the benchmark for, uh, a rough terrain is what they call it. A rugged terrain. I call it a real true all terrain tire. Uh, that's the Swiss army knife. It'll do everything good. Uh, it doesn't have a mileage warranty, but that doesn't mean that it's not long lasting. I've seen 80,000 miles out of them. I've seen 30,000 miles out of them. It all depends on what you use it with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can generally count on that tire giving you about 30, 35,000 miles of life, no matter what you do to it. Uh, and you've seen what these guys do to that exact same product that you can go into a tire store and buy, what they do to it on the track. They are not, uh, they're not forgiving. Um, it's pretty smash mouth. You guys know uh, how rough it can be on the track. Oh, yeah. And that RT, 
it's got a it's got a huge uh, sidewall tread area on it that you know makes for a lot more rubber that you got to go through to get to the air part of the tire. Yep. So uh, that definitely helps uh, when it comes to off-roading stuff. Um, and unlike some manufacturers that I won't name because <laughs> they already know who they are, uh, we adhere to the testing standards for Three Peak Mountain Snowflake. So basically what that means is you have to have uh, score 10% better than the benchmark tire. And the benchmark tire is a tiger paw all season. And you have to do... 10% better than that. And the only thing you have to do that in is an acceleration. So if you can accelerate 10% better than that, you get the three peak mountain snowflake. There are other manufacturers and we test and we send this stuff up to third party testers that that's their job is to give a unbiased, unvarnished opinion. Just the facts, ma'am, uh, test on the tires. There are guys out there that say they're three peak mountain snowflake and they score in the 80s, and you need to score 110 or better. Our RT scored 108, but I told everybody, hey, didn't score 110, so we cannot put Three Peak Mountain Snowflake on it because that would be untrue, and we're not going to be like the other guys. And then we have our brand-new MT2. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're one of the first manufacturers to uh, actually offer a red and this is actual rubber uh, in the sidewall, uh, rubber raised red letters. Unlike other manufacturers that put a hot patch on, it's kind of like a sticker you rub off on a curb. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I need to name names. Uh, it looks awesome for the first 10 or 15 minutes, but, but then, then you got issues, uh, especially if your wife's going to go drive the truck. <laughs> So, uh, we have solid raised red letters. They look awesome. We've got our new blockchain sidewall on it. Uh, it's up to three quarters of an inch of rubber in that sidewall tread. And, uh, we went through several iterations of that design because we actually wanted it to work. Um, it's got a very aggressive tread pattern, but it's still reasonably quiet for an MT, uh, reasonably long lasting for an MT. Uh, it's, and it's just a really, really good looking tire. And, uh, you guys remember that, uh, that Crandon that we just had spring Crandon, that was kind of a, kind of a mud bog. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Everybody ran the MTs and we saw the results there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, keep going. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, just mention again to the the viewership or the listenership. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, that. That these the tires that we race on are the exact same tires, not just from Kenda, from all the other manufacturers, have to be a tire that is sold through retail, made in quantities of five thousand or more. You know, there may be, you know, you hear rumors of some manufacturers that don't follow those rules and that uh, are making special compounds uh, just for racing. Yep. I, I find that hard to believe that somebody would be so petty and cheap <laughs> and 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 so afraid of their own quality uh, of mm-hmm. product that they would have to make a special tire to race on to beat poor little kenda because we don't do that but i've heard that other ones do i'm not gonna again name any names but <laughs> I, just, I find that a giant global company with all the resources couldn't make a tire good enough to beat kenda surprising <laughs> hey hey podium to pavement 
Podium to, pa- to pavement. Thank you for mentioning that. That's <laughs> I love that tagline. I didn't come up with that one. I wish I would have, but I didn't. But that that really epitomizes what we're trying to do. Yes. Podium to pavement. Uh, what I want to know is why did it take so long uh, to get RTs into ProLite? <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was uh, a combination of, of of me screwing up. They should have been on there last year. <laughs> and I said, hey, I said, hey, we need to make this at a 265, 75, 16, which is a dying size, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I and I go, oh, we didn't get molds for that. And they're like, nope. And I'm like, why? Well, I, I thought I said that. And they're like, well, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It wasn't any notes. You know, I mean, honestly, we have a, we have limited amount of resources. I, yeah. I'd love to make every pattern of the, you know, the MT2, the AT2, the RT and every size that I would want or everybody, somebody else would want, but I can't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not Toyo. I'm not those guys that can do whatever the hell they want, whatever the hell they want. Uh, so I have to pick and choose and I have to divide all those sizes up amongst all the different patterns. You know, I'll make that tire, but it may not be in the RT. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we knew that we needed that tire for, for uh, Mr. Greaves. <laughs> and for and for we can't forget Mr. Rayford. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rayford, the uh guy's Mr. been there Rayford. guy's been there forever, man. He's he's not going away. Yeah, how old is he? He's gotta be forty seven. <laughs> well, at least. <laughs> I'm sure you got an AARP card in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> he carries that in his uh right pocket, I heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chad uh, Chad Chad hates admitting it. Uh but Chad's Chad's the uh he's the alpha male old bull uh in the in the crew there uh wreaking havoc wherever he goes he's a, he's a chad's a great guy love him like a brother uh he is an awesome racer i love all of our guys from kyle Kleiman to kyle greaves to Corey winter uh to zach zakowski uh they're all uh i like them all but uh Go ahead. So I got uh, one last question for you, uh, Kenda Mike. Uh, the you know little old Kenda doesn't do project tires; just you know sticks to what they make, and it's proven. What does the future hold for uh, you and Kenda Tires? Well, I mean that's a good question. We're we're kind of in a in a situation here where once again you guys have been involved in this for a very long time. Uh, you've seen the series go through evolutions, yep. uh, changes of ownership, stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot of rumors floating around about that. Uh, I honestly, I don't know what the future holds, you know, evidently, uh, we're going to, we're going to know some more, uh, this coming weekend or not this coming weekend, but the weekend after at the race. Mm -hmm. Uh, what, what have you guys heard? I, I mean, pretty much the same thing that you've you've heard. Is that, uh, you know, we we try putting you on the spot. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know how you keep a secret? You don't tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just want to know what the future is for you. Yeah. yeah and, and, and it's funny how I turned that around. Yeah, and then let's yeah. let's get yeah. a little juicier here. Yeah, yeah. Like, future for Kenda. Like fortune Kenda and glory. Sand. That's the future. Fortune and glory. That's the future for Kenda. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Answer. Yeah. Future but, and glory. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, dude, this is, uh, do you guys have any questions? No, no, you answered. Really? None of you guys? My eyes are hazel colored. If you're wondering. My eyes are hazel colored. I'm just happy to hear your voice. What do you think about the racing? You know what? Oh yeah. 
I think the racing has been, for the most part, pretty gladiatorial. Oh, I, yeah. think that, uh, <laughs> I think that these guys have been trying to police themselves on the track. Yeah. Uh, I think we need a little firmer hand in uh, in what's going on on the track. But, uh, hey, man, contact and bumping and grinding, that's part of this sport. Mm-hmm. That's the end of this sport. And yep. I never want to see that go away. But I certainly don't want to see somebody uh, – get injured or hurt or a spectator get injured or hurt because of stupidity. And I think we need to take a little firmer hand on that stuff mm-hmm. and make sure that, uh, that there's some more control there, but you know, these guys are out of control. And if you let them control themselves, they'll just get more out of control. Cause that's <laughs> their jam. Yeah. Yeah. Give an inch. Uh, they'll, they'll, uh, take a mile or whatever it is, or, I don't know. I don't know what that fucking saying is. No, that that's that's totally the same. But, hey, you know, to go back to that to go back to that question that I asked you. You know, what have you heard? What's going on? <laughs> what's the scoop, man? Don't don't leave me hanging here and, and cut us off and go. Oh, we ran out of time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, what you at? Oh, look at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're yeah. gonna have to push Matt Damon. I'm sorry, he did not make the look. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just it's so up in the air as far as like things go with, um, you know, the the guy from Mid America and um and Champ. I mean, who, I I don't know if. You know, Champ wants to completely sell. Yeah, or you know, kind of like uh, tandem up with him. I mean, that's that's pretty much what, as far as like what we know, as far as like things go. Um, I mean, we're trying not to, you know, speculate too much because we'll get in trouble. Last time we did, <laughs> we got an email. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 if, you, but if you yeah. say it, yeah. But yeah. if you say it. <laughs> But if I said, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, they don't care about me. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, they shouldn't care about us, if, but they do. If you let us know, they'll throw me out just like you. If you, yeah. if, <laughs> yeah. if you, if you let us know what you know, we'll stay quiet if it's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. One of those things. Yeah. If I'm right, don't say anything. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll end with this. Unless you guys have any other questions is all I want is what's best for the sport. Because yes. yes. I want to see this continue Amen. on. It's awesome. Uh, anybody that have it, hasn't seen it and sees it for the first time goes, oh my God, why haven't I not been watching this forever? Yes. So, mm-hmm. I just want what's best for the sport. And I hope all of the actors involved uh, feel the same way. Because yep. if they don't, they're doing it a disservice. Agreed. 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 Yep. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do the right thing. Yeah. Do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Set. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. All right. Get the <laughs> mic. <laughs> hey guys. I love you. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. I love these podcasts. They make me laugh every time. So. <laughs> well, we will. Uh, we will. We'll probably bring you back because I mean, like I said, you, you're you're a good time. We'll talk more about. Um, just like, you know, other, we'll have a chat other than just tires and stuff like that. We want to bring you on as cool. far as a... Uh, I love that. Yeah, as far as like a vendor standpoint kind of uh, was going, as far as like a sponsorship, we kind of wanted to get just those initial questions out. Um, but yeah, otherwise we'll, we'll bring you back on. We'll present you some scenarios and, and talk bullshit. Cool. Yep. I love bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Take All right. care, man. All right, Captain Mike. See, see you, you Crandon. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Love you. Love, love you. you. Love you too, man. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Podium to pavement, people. Podium mm-hmm. to pavement. Yep. Get the tire. Don't take no shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't make those uh, 
prototypes. Mm. That's right. They're off-road. They're off-road everywhere, yep. on the track and on the golf course. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love uh, Kendall Mike. How yeah, wild dude, is that? It was, it was, he, tried, he really tried pulling... Putting us back in yep. the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, we tried this before. We got yelled at. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let's see if you get yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got an email right now. Yeah. <laughs> They're listening right now. Yeah, we're not even live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can the mic sit something? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, good guy, though. Uh, love it. Like I said, he's been in the sport since the 90s, or at least in the tire game since the 90s. Um, yeah, yeah, just all around good guy. Love Ken and Mike. He's out of the... I, be truly honest, he reminds me of you, Tito. Come on now, don't say that. Yep. yep. Just wild. Mm-hmm. 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 Nope. I feel yep. like no. I'm I'm more wild than Mike, than Kenda Mike. Uh, I don't know. I would like to see that, actually. I would like to see that. Oh. I feel like Kenda Mike goes hard. Yeah. Mm-mm. I would like to see, Mm-mm. like, if Kenda Mike is- Kenda Mike can't if, handle it. If Kenda Mike is listening, we got to go hard Sunday. Ooh, Sunday? No, he ain't going to be able to handle it. You don't think so? Uh-uh. Sleeveless Sunday? Uh-uh, dude. Uh, that, that's, I'm in my element. You know what I mean? You know, you know that like uh, that like Greek mythology. That's like, oh, you get stronger as the day goes, but then afternoon, like your power wanes. That's the same thing for me. The closer I get to Crandon <laughs> during Labor Day weekend, the stronger I get. The more I can drink, you know, the, the more thirsty I'm. I am on Sunday. I'm at my most thirsty. Nothing quenches. It. <laughs> Nothing quenches. No amount of drunk is drunk. Whatever you're, Meanwhile, you're whimpering in the camper on Sunday. Yeah, because it's laying on a fucking piece of shit pull out bed. I said it. I said it. <laughs> I said it. I said it. I made an awful mistake by choosing that. <laughs> that shit sucked. <laughs> I was. I was laying there, just digging in my side, and my shoulder hurt. My for some reason, you know, my chest hurt. Like, what am I, why did my chest hurt? That's what I want to know. I was just laying there. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find a comfortable spot. It was just funny because we all woke up. I'm like, damn, dude, you all right? You're like, no, my shoulder hurts. Dog. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, it radiated into my chest. And I was worried back, about you because you brought it up to me a couple of times off to the side. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, are you okay? Yeah, dude. I'm like, worried about you. Everything, man, was just really weird. Like, I don't know. Uh, it was, it, yeah, I don't know. It was so weird. Maybe it was just a nerve thing. It was maybe sleeping funny on yeah. We're yeah. just getting old, too. Maybe. We yeah. are just getting old. Yeah, we're we're old. Pull-out beds aren't for us no more. No, nope. no, nope. check that off the list. Yeah. Yep. No more pull-out. Yeah. yeah. No more pull-out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys are awful. All right, should we get into our next guest? Let's. Like I said, we got a jam-packed show for you guys. Jam-packed show. We got our uh, guest two out of three. And I believe it's our first female guest. Mm-mm. Third. Mm-mm. Third? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I forgot about Yep, my bad. T-Stone? Yep, Haley. Mm-hmm. And our next guest, she hails from a place outside of our Midwestern borders. From sprint car to side-by-sides to off-road trucks, she she seemingly does it all. Is it that bum Danica Patrick? Nah. We have the reigning defending prospect points champion hailing from Morganton, North Carolina. We have Gray Ledbetter. (laughs) Hi, guys. What's going on? Uh, Nothing, really. So what I want to know right off the bat is your travel schedule. Why? (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely stupid. That's all I got to (laughs) say. What, what is that? uh, I guess, where does that, where does that willingness come from to just be able to travel and go drive everything? I mean, first of all, that's gotta be awesome. But then to then have to essentially walk the walk of being like, shit, I got to go across the country to go do a little steering wheel. 
yeah, when you put it that way, it makes you really rethink it. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have done it my whole life, so I kind of just get used to it, I guess. I mean, I got back two days ago and I leave again Monday for Crandon, so... Yeah, no, that's absolutely wild. I um, so I I I, di- I didn't want to, um, kind of kind of like give everything away as far as like an interview goes, but you know, just kind of doing a little bit of research background and stuff on you. Um, I mean, starting in starting in racing, like you said, uh, your, your thing kind of said that, you know, it wasn't a plan for you. Your family necessarily wasn't in it. Like, what like what was it about? racing that got you in it was it just the competitive side of it was it the adrenaline rush like what was it about racing i you know i started on a dirt bike when i was three years old so at that point in time i don't really remember it um and then i kind of just kept going with it we kind of we had friends that were like hey if he turns four put in a race and then i turned four i got a race i guess i fell in love with it and then they're like, okay, put her out of 50, put her out of 65. And then I just kind of grew the passion for it. And then eventually I moved into four wheels and I just started in a go-kart. And the I went to an indoor go-kart track and my first lap around the track was 90 seconds. And it should have been about 40. So <laughs> I <laughs> definitely did not have it at the beginning. But I don't I just kind of... Everything I got in, because I've raced so many things over the past however many years, I just fell in love with it. And then next thing you know, now I'm here. <laughs> uh, what I want to know is, are you, are you like, are, you, are you born and raised uh, from North Carolina or do you just live there now? Nope. Born and raised. I still live in the same house I was grew up in. Okay. Uh, next question. <laughs> Why don't you have an accent? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody asks me that. I think it's because I've traveled so much because I, back in 2020, I went and lived up with um, the Greaves for all summer pretty much because everything got shuffled and the races were all like right next to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I came back home and they said that I grew a Northern accent. <laughs> so... I'm not sure. I think it also is because I didn't go to public school. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. That was actually going to be another question then was just regarding like, you know, did you play any sort of sports then or anything like that? Or were you just strictly racing? Because the only reason I asked, because everyone kind of has a different like background on things like Jared Brooks started out playing baseball, was really good at it, but I had a love for racing and then went with that. Mickey Thomas, wonderful athlete uh, in high school, stuck with racing. Uh, did you kind of have that similar path of things where sports were involved or were you just strictly <laughs> racing? No, everything with me has been strictly racing. I, my mom, when I was growing up and I was about six years, seven years old, she said she wanted me to play a normal sport. And for some reason they chose soccer and (laughs) I was so, I was so bad at it that they basically kicked me off the team. I I would stand at one end of the field and wait for them to run back to me because I didn't want to run. So... Uh, it's pretty much always been yeah. racing. It's like, oh, they'll be back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They gotta come back. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm trying to be super respectful here and being like, do you know how terrible you got to be to get kicked off a child's team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was especially at six years old. It there's the worst part is we don't have a single picture, a single thing. There's nothing that remembers that time period. <laughs> It kind of doesn't feel real, but I just kind of know it happened. Oh, man. Everyone's out here taking pictures. Like, ah, oh, don't take a picture. <laughs> yeah. Ah, not in that uniform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, but um, so then, uh, then, then, uh, like you said, you didn't go to, uh, you didn't go to a public school. Were you then, uh, then homeschooled, and then your focus was was racing, or was it like a private school, or what was the, uh, I guess, what was the upbringing? Because I mean, it's pretty cool to be into racing and having wielded as many steering wheels as you have. <laughs> I so I went to public school up until going into fifth grade, uh, the summer of coming out of fourth grade, my dad was like, if you can do this, this, and this, and be like this into it with dirt bikes, you get my home homeschooled because it was to the point at that time where I was, they were like sending letters that if I miss any more days of school, I'm going to get kicked out of school. So, so I did everything that he wanted me to do, which I don't even remember what it was, but um, then going into fifth grade, I became homeschooled and I just kind of stuck all the way up until I graduated two years ago. And, um, I don't know. It's, I had to do all the work by myself. Nobody taught me anything. I mean, obviously you have teachers, but the way that mine worked is you pretty much just had your assignments for the week and you just had to get them done. And it always started with Crandon week. So I'd always miss the first week of school, but they didn't care. As long as you told them you were racing or something, they understand it. And they're just like, okay, cool. Just get it done next week. (laughs) (laughs) Out of uh, yeah, out of all these uh, all these things that you've been racing, um, what are, are you gravitating towards off road as kind of your favorite thing to do? Because I mean, I I know you're still driving sprint cars, or is that kind of like you know your your your, your like your first passion uh, as far as things go? And I make the comparison like if we were to film short course and then like NHRA or oval, like our passion is still off road, but we do all these things. Um, like, is, is that something that is, uh, is, is still true for you as the sprint car? Or are you kind of getting into off-road more? Um, I still have such a huge passion for sprint cars. I think off-road is definitely where my heart's at. And that's what we're trying to focus on this year. Uh, just because of growing up on dirt bikes, cause it's essentially the same thing, but safer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Off-road has always been my passion. I always have, I have interest in, you know, like sports car racing or things like that, or even still sprint cars. It's just this year working with Ryan, we kind of just have been focusing on that and trying to win another championship, but that's getting harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, you started in champ off-road in side-by-side pro mod. And then was that, was that your decision or was that like a family thing that you guys talked about? Like, Hey, if we're going to go to short course off road, let's start in a side by side. Like, why didn't you start in like, you know, pro AM or pro stock or well, why'd you jump right? Like straight to pro mod. I actually started in sportsman. Um, gotcha. I got with, I got with the greens in 2018 and I started in sportsman. And then of, I think I ran a few races in pro stock. Um, in 2020 i'm not i don't really remember for some reason that's all just like a cluster and then when cj was selling his pro turbo car to pro mod or whatever you want to call it um that's when i got that car and because he wanted to go back down to one class so we moved up (laughs) yeah you know normally when uh, you're you're not good at racing normally you sell it and you go down so i mean that's totally <laughs> no, um, and then uh, and then I guess how did that opportunity then uh, come up with uh, with Pro Spec? I know that year that uh, Ryan Beat was running that Pro Spec all by himself, you know, trying to create a class something that's a little more affordable, a little bit more, you know, kind of 
uh, I don't want to say easier to do, but but affordability uh, reason behind it. How did you get into that prospect deal then? Was that something that you approached Ryan B? Did he approach you or is that like a, a family deal? Like what was, how'd that, how'd that shake down? Um, I was walking past Ryan's tent um, at Crandon 2021 and he called me over and like, I knew who he was. I know most of the people like off road at that time. I just have never really close or talked to any of them. Yeah. And he kept called me over and I started talking to him. He was like, Hey, there might be an opportunity, um, in this prospect. And I was just like, okay, cool. Cause like people say things, but not many things come out of it. And, um, so I just went back and went along with the weekend as is. And then he actually Instagram DM'd me, uh, probably three months later, two months later after Cranon, I honestly had forgotten about it. And he DM'd me and asked me and he was like, Hey, this opportunity, what's your phone number? Let me give you a call and explain things. And I was like, okay, cool. And then when he called me, he was like, Hey, our shop is actually in North Carolina because he had just moved here. Would you like to come out and look at everything? So I went to his shop and then <clears throat> so on and so forth. A few months later, we started getting contract. And then next thing you know, we had a contract signed and here we are. <laughs> so man, that's, that's awesome mm-hmm. for him to be able to kind of like reach out or even see the talent, um, you know what I mean? Or even, you know, extend the opportunity, I guess, like, you know, I wonder if in his mind is like, Hey, like, you know, I want to get this, um, you know, I want to get this woman, this girl, uh, into pro <laughs> racing. You know, I wonder if his mindset was like, Hey, like, can she fight? You know what I mean? When was the last time, that you were like in a fight in a brawl. Cause the only reason I ask is cause I know shit gets wild out there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, but for real though, when was the last time you threw down? When was the last time you got in a fight? A physical one? Never. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the only reason I ask is like, uh, like joking, joking aside is because I know that, you know, short course, there is some sort of like aggression there. You know what I mean? You, you got to kind of like put your foot down and, and kind of, you know, get your elbows out and fight for your position. And, and sometimes people maybe are too timid like that. And, and I hate to like, you know, do the stereotype, but you know, women aren't in racing as much as they should be. So, I mean, definitely props for you to be, to being in it. And that's why I just wanted to know was like, do you kind of have that edge, that side of you that you're like, Hey, when elbows are out, I can be that person. Not really. I don't think I do much at all. I kind of just, I've definitely worked on getting more aggressive over the past year or two in a race car more than I ever have. Um, but prospect is definitely added to that. I don't know. I, I, away from a race car or sitting in a vehicle, I am the least aggressive person you'll ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so last year, I mean, I, at least I, I believe is that you're the first ever, uh, female points champion. And yes. <laughs> so did you know that like, okay, honestly, regardless of how many people were, were in it, whether it was four, whether it's 400 at the end of the day, you still have to perform, which is, you know, again, you did. So great job. Congratulations. Going into it. Did you know, like you might be making history knowing I'm going to be the first female of it? You know, did that kind of add a little bit of like nerves to it? Or were you just fully confident knowing like, Hey, I'm here to here to throw down and make history. I had absolutely no idea. I knew some of the stats. I knew that a girl had never won a truck race, but I didn't know exactly if that was just pro light or if that was pro two or pro four. Um, I 
<laughs> I went into the first round at Anago last year and I was like, my only, cause I had only driven the truck once prior to that at a year X. And my only goal was like, okay, I'm just going to come back in one piece, just like figure it out and be smooth and consistent and like the best I can do. And then I ended up coming out with the win on the first round and I was like, okay, I guess I have, a, I guess I can do this. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. So then I was just like, okay, so we're in contention for it. Obviously given the amount of trucks, there weren't many, but at the same time you had to be very consistent. Cause even if you finished last, you would still get fourth place points which was a lot. Yeah. So it kept the points very, very close together and shows that at the end of the year, we came down to, I think we were tied going into the last round. Um, but no, I, being a female, I didn't think anything of it. I just was like, I'm just going to drive like I really do because at this point in time, like, yes, being a female changes things, but at the same time, like I've grown up around it for so long that mm-hmm. I just see myself as everybody else. I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah. And that, and that's yeah. great. I think that's the, I think that's the mentality you have to have, you know what I mean? It's like, Hey, yeah. Like to you, I'm a girl, but to me, I'm, I'm still a driver. I'm still a racer. And so no, dude, that, that was great. I mean, there were a lot of people that were, you know, happy for you to, to win that points championship. And I, and I think, you know, adding that you are, you know, a girl, but as young as you were to, to win a points championship is, is awesome. <laughs> And uh, so then coming into this year, did you feel any sort of like a um, little bit of uh, like like weight or pressure or anything like that to to try to defend or repeat or anything like that? Or was the goal just to go out and just say, hey, like, give it my all? Uh, that's normally my goal is to just go out and do the best I can do. Um, I knew that this year was going to be tougher with Rayford coming into the class and he's proved his own. I mean, we all have, I think. I think it's been really cool that it's the top three guys or the top three of us every race for the most part. Um, I actually really enjoy racing against Rayford. For the most part, he races everybody clean. I try to myself also. Um, but I don't know. I just kind of, my main goal is like, yeah, I want to uh, go back to back with championships, but at the same time, like just stay out, like stay clean, stay consistent and try to like keep my name up there. Uh, was my biggest goal, I think. Um, so are you then, uh, uh, are you perfectly okay? Like, let's say you're running in third and then you've got Visser and Rayford in front of you. Are you just like, just chilling at that point? Like it's only a matter of time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, my main goal is to win every race, obviously, but, uh, I try to remember who's in front of me and who tends to make mistakes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, and, that, and that's good. That, that's a great, like I said, uh, mindset to have. Um, yet coming into uh, coming into fall, Crandon. Then, um, are you excited? Are you are you ready to show out? Like, I, I guess there are still two races left. You know, kind of. What's your mentality coming into fall, Crandon? Um, so there's two races left, so we're just gonna keep it clean and consistent. I th- I'm excited that uh, Pro Spec has a Cup race this year. I think racing on Sunday will be fun. Um. But I don't know. I'm just going to, I would love to win Crandon. Crandon's the one track that I always want to win. And it's always one of the best ones to win. Um, but just, you know, try to stay consistent, try to stay clean, try to stay out front the best I can. And I don't, Crandon's actually one of my least favorite tracks. So we just try to have the best result that we can. <laughs> um, and then as far as, um, you know, uh, uh, I hate to keep jumping around here, but then back in Andigo, um, you know, Jeffrey made a video making fun of the pro spec class. Did you guys, um, did you, uh, feel self-conscious then about the uh, video that Jeffrey made? 
<laughs> no, I was to love you. We talked about it under Ryan's tent all weekend because they all sound awful. And we will say that. Ryan will say that straight up even. But there's, it is what it is. They're fun to drive. They don't even sound that great in the car or in the truck. But it doesn't make them any less fun to drive. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. But, but you're willing to then forgive Jeff if you like that video, right? Oh, no. I laughed with that video. Oh, okay, cool. I, it was great. I loved it. Cool. Cool. Good, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> uh, one of the uh, one of the last questions I got for you is, um, you know, kind of the the same question I ask a lot of people. You know, what's what's the future hold for you, Gray? You know, are, are you are you are you aiming? And I know some of it's up in the air with the whole, you know, Champ Off Road Mid America kind of deal. But you know, do you still want to stay in this sport? Do you want to stay in prospect? Do you want to go up to Pro Light, Pro Two, Pro Four? Kind of what are those aspirations? Do you want to move out of short course and into sprint car full time? You know, what 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 are you hoping for? <laughs> Um, I'm not really sure yet. I we're definitely, I would love to be able to back in off road next year. I'm not sure exactly in what vehicle. Um, but we are just trying to, you know, do the best we can and get into whatever vehicle I can. I've always said that if I have an opportunity to go drive something, I will. And that has anything to do from, uh, sports cars to off road to sprint cars to whatever you can name. So, uh, I definitely would love to get back to the sprint car. It's been a almost a year since I have just because we've been focusing on, um, off-road stuff, but who knows what next year will hold. I have no idea. <laughs> gotcha. Do you think, uh, like, you know, any sort of, uh, like viral videos will help maybe if you get in a fight with Rayford that maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should wait till, uh, Oklahoma for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, when the stage is right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm throwing. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, that's, uh, I believe that's uh, all the questions that we have for you uh, this go around. And, and no, man, it, it's been great getting to know you a little bit more. I know that, you know, we've seen you out there. Uh, just haven't had the opportunity to kind of, you know, come up, say hi, talk to you. Um, normally it's talking to Ryan, but, um, no, man, this has been great. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, giving us your time and effort to, to be on the podcast. Um, Jeffrey is, is thankful that you forgive him for the, uh, <laughs> making fun of your class, but, um, no, man, we, we, we wish you the best at Crandon. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thanks for having me on here. All right. Yeah, see ya. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> what Jeffrey? What? Why do you do that? What? What do I do? What? Okay, now that she's offline, like, yeah. would it have been weird if we said I love you? Yes, hundred percent. I said what about? I, so, yes, I feel have. so bad. So, Gray, if you're listening to this, like, come, come ask. Like, is that okay? Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how about high five? High yeah, five. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fist bump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and that was the most awkwardness. Awkward. Uh, see you later. See you later. Yeah, I didn't know what to say. I, I wanted to be like. You know, see a Crandon or, or whatever, but I was just like, all right, see ya. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really empty. Yeah, yeah it did. Big gulp, huh? Yeah, <laughs> big gulp, oh, really, really heartless. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, no, she, that was a good one. No, that was. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Uh, and it's funny because as soon as we hung up or just now, even, I'm like, damn, she just did uh, Nitro Rally Cross too. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, with Jimmy. Jimmy and Travis and all of them. James. James. James Henderson. Yeah, James now. Yep. Look at him. Chase and Hot Sauce, yeah. baby. <laughs> Chase and Hot Sauce. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so no awkward ending. Great interview. Yeah. No, uh, dude. Like I, like I said, man, awesome for her. Do you think to, she's one of the 
better drivers in the series in because she's so versatile? I, I think, and, and I hope that she, the way she drives, I feel is patient and methodical. Mm-hmm. She and is. I'm, and I'm hoping that she picked that up from CJ. Yeah. Because CJ's kind of that, maybe not this year, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but otherwise, uh, for the most part, you know, that, that was something that I uh, noticed even, even yeah. when I had my tiff or, you know, whatever, I didn't like, you know, mm-hmm. CJ was that I, it was something I noticed is that he's very methodical and patient yeah. uh, with his driving. And she's, she's the same way. Yeah. You I don't mean, see her really making any mistakes out there. No. Nothing, like rushing anything. Yeah. She's her, just, oh, she's always there. Rushing. Oh, rush. She, rush. yeah. Her, like her truck always comes back <laughs> relatively in good shape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless somebody gets into her or, you yeah. know, like nips a berm or something like that. But um, otherwise, no, she's a pretty, and wonder, pretty good driver. I wonder if that comes from like the sprint car thing, like how they could just, at the same yeah. lines yeah. over and over and like it's the fastest line. It's clean. Not going down low. <laughs> no. And <laughs> <laughs> using anyone as a berm yeah, yeah. running over their hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> running uh, over their sign like Scott Blanchard did. Well, we mm. saved the best for last. The best for last. And we are excited to have this person on. We're on our final stretch of our uh, three three guest episode. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you too. You keep it short and sweet. Yep. Hey, I'm trying. I got the I got the clock behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm able to kind of gauge uh, on everything that's happening. And, and you know, as far as like, uh, and our next guest, he's old, he's withered. We don't know where he's at, if he's in a retirement home or what. But we have <laughs> returning out of retirement. We've got the number one of Jarrett Brooks. <laughs> What's up, boys? What's going, going on, What's dude? Going on? It's been a while, huh? Hey, hey, I'll speak for all of us right now. We miss you. Well, I miss all you guys, too. <laughs> hey, hey, and uh, we understand that you didn't know who was uh, texting you. <laughs> and uh, we want yeah. to know who, who's your favorite Indian. Yeah, who's your favorite Indian? That's messed up, dude. I'm not going to pick sides on you guys because I like all you guys. We don't really... I mean, I have Indians back where I live, but yeah. you guys are for sure my favorite. <laughs> All three of you guys are my favorite. I'm not going to pick one of you guys. 33.333%. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all very unique. And I think, uh, you know, you guys all got different sides, which I like. Who's got that point three four though? That's, that's, what yeah. Yeah. that's what we're all trying to figure out. Hey, hey, remember that time I showed you those things with the thing? No. Oh, okay. I guess it's whoever's going to be my favorite is whoever rolls up with uh, some Jared Brooks apparel. I mean, I still got my shirt. I I wear my shirt daily. I wear mine at the races. Mm -hmm. Working out. Mm -hmm. There we go. Damn it. All three of us (laughs) us wear it. I got a hat. You stole my hat. (laughs) Hey, I stole it out of love. Yo, JB stole. uh, I'm going to need a hat. How much? How much for hats? I got you guys. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. You make Tito Thank pay. You. We go for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. See, JB, this is why you're my favorite. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like I don't know when I'll when I'm going to be coming back. So that stuff's going to be uh, hopefully hopefully a good good uh, memorabilia. Well, if I'm able to coax you back, there's a golf tournament next Wednesday at Leona Country Club. I know I'm signed up, dude, but I feel like just the whole weekend, man, there's so much going on and it's, uh, the hardest part, dude, is not having your own stuff. Like, yeah, I'm I sold sure, I all of my stuff and I literally have nothing where I'm like, 
I don't know. I just did hopefully you, my stuff gets there, and you know, I have a truck to race. Did, did you <laughs> sell your crew? <laughs> no, no. Luckily, I got a good, loyal group of guys where they uh, they stayed with me, and they're going to stay with me through through uh, through it all. Hopefully, I mean, I plan are, are they coming? Are they, they coming back? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they've been working on the truck, and uh, yeah, no. I think we got. I think we got a good hot rod. I'm I'm excited to see Nick. Uh, is Andy coming back or no? Um, no, dude. He's got uh, he's he's got a, a girlfriend now, and I think he. I don't think he's coming back for this one. Oh, we didn't like Andy. I'm fucking real, man. Yeah, Andy. Andy can go pound sand then. <laughs> but, but no, I'm just, just. I'm excited for. It's just Nick. a different. It's just a different program now. It's just hard. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, even like my family kind of like it's not. It's not going to be the same as it was. But hey, you know we, you know not the whole same setup and stuff. I should say. But besides that, same truck, same crew, same family, and uh, yeah, they're ready to go. Ready to go have some fun. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah. So I mean, obviously. Cats out of the bag. You're coming back for Fall Crandon. Yeah, I mean, it's, I haven't really released it yet, but uh, yeah, we're we're coming back. You heard it here. Yeah, you, first. You, you heard it. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Brooks, for allowing us to release this podcast next Tuesday. No, <laughs> <laughs> August twenty. No, um, no, dude. So we are stoked to see yes, you. Yep. Stoked to see Nick. Your, you know, your pops. Um, you know what I mean? Your, your family, everyone else except Tanner, we're really excited to see. And now uh, we just want to know where, uh, where are you, where are you pitting at? Are you in the same pit or no? Like same area? Yeah. I mean, you miss, I've only missed one Crandon, right? I've only missed one. Not yet. I haven't even missed the Liberty Crandon and it was hard for me to still have my spot, but luckily I still got my spot and had to fight for it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I got my spot still. So hopefully that can, uh, cause some good attraction because this year, dude, I stocked up on some insane amount of merchandise to sell, hats to sell. And I don't know, hopefully people still like me and, and, uh, the truck is probably the coolest it's ever been. And I don't know, I wanted to come out with something different, um, try to get some attraction and then as well. Um, brought out the fastest truck we've ever built and ever had. So that's a plus too. So not just going for looks, but I, I knew this was a great opportunity for me to come back and race, um, you know, for this year and, you know, how to go all out. I, uh, I just a little, um, maybe word of advice. It's uh, let's lock up that merchandise. Um, Couple, couple sticky hands last year, from what I understand, right? Mm, what do you mean? I thought some uh, rap scallions uh, got a hold of a couple boxes of shirts and stuff and took it from your trailer last year. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was misplaced. I don't know what happened to it, but <laughs> there was some stuff gone. But hey, you know, maybe they'll rep rep it this year and. So I can- <laughs> 
I can see. Hey. Yeah. yeah. What, what if you roll up and there's a guy in the street or a guy in the yeah on the side of the road just selling uh, last year's JB shirts? Yeah. He's like only large. Yeah. yeah. He's like, there's no way he's showing Dude. up. He retired. Yeah. He ain't gonna be here. Oh. He's like, hey, I can, I can mark these up. Yeah. These last year's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's never coming back. <laughs> but no, no comedy. No, we are dude we are we are excited uh to see you just from some of the stuff that we saw on instagram uh, i'm excited to see the truck um you know you shared some of the little hint of the color a little color little hint of the color for the shirts uh man i'm stoked i i love the man uh, this is gonna sound weird but i love the color palette that you have as far as like your truck goes your shirts go that kind of aspect of things i really enjoy like those kind of almost like pastel colors of things. And mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people like as well. Yeah, I hope so, dude. I mean, I wanted to go with something different, but I don't know. I feel like it's sometimes hard with uh, people in the Midwest because, you know, they're, they're, they're real people as in, or they don't like the vibrant stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know. It kind of comes off as it's California. feminine or, or gay. Or California. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's, it's good because I try to do something different, but at the same time, like shit, dude, it's kind of a little much where you don't know if a chick's driving it or a dude. And I'm like, ah, I mean, but I wanted something different. I wanted something bright. I wanted something, hopefully that people are like, okay, that's Jarrett. He's not in the red truck anymore. Um, because I know, uh, kind of the main reason I didn't want to do red is because, uh, Dusty Grabowski, he got so many bodies of mine last year when I sold him the truck that he's all red. So I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do my signature red. Cause then it's going to look like the same truck out there. Cause in theory, my new truck, um, it's actually not my truck, but I'm renting it back. But, um, I just didn't want to, I wanted to make it look different. So hopefully, hopefully it's, it's, um, gets attention and, um, people are for sure going to be able to spot it. Have you uh, gotten the opportunity to even kind of go out and test it, rip it around at all? I mean, cause what, the, the question I have after that then is just what's your confidence level then coming into fall Crandon? Yeah. So I for sure want to give a little backstory on this. Um, the whole main reason, like I didn't even, I wasn't really planning on racing at all this year. Um, I don't really know if people knew, but Robbie Gordon was supposed to go back there and run the SSTs this year. For, yeah. um, yep. We had heard that. So that's kind of where the ball got me rolling. I'm like, okay, you know, I got the opportunity to go race the stadium super truck back there. If I'm going to go back there and race um, and fly and have my whole family fly out there, I might as well race a pro too. So, so I'm like, okay, kind of got, kind of got the wheels spinning. I'm like, all right. Um, let me see what I can do. So I, uh, the truck I sold, the one we rebuilt last year, I sold it to Perse- Precise uh, Motorsports. They race out here on the Midwest. And uh, Brock Hammer, Billy Hammer, Brock is uh, 17 years old. So they've been racing the gas series. And we never got to drive that truck. Literally, the day we finished that truck, it left. So I drove it down the street. And I'm like, it turns, it does everything good. It's set up the same as my last truck. So should be good. Um, but that truck was, the new truck has a, has a different motor package, a little bit different uh, rear design of the truck. So it's a little different. So when he went and he went and raced at the gas races and 
Um, I could see it just, it just didn't look right. Like the suspension wasn't right. Um, it just looks like it just wasn't that good. And obviously I didn't want to, I don't like having trucks out there that we did that just, I know it wasn't fully him, you know, he's new driving the truck, Mm -hmm. but I could just tell it, it just wasn't good. So I went out and drove it with him one time when they were testing and I'm just like, this thing just isn't fast. It's not it's not where it should be. It was actually hard for me to drive. And, um, so basically I kind of asked him the question if, if maybe I could possibly rent it for Crandon. And, uh, those dudes are so awesome. They said, yeah, for sure. You can race it at Crandon. They're kind of new to racing. So maybe I can, uh, you know, give them pointers, kind of explain how, uh, how it is to race on the Midwest. Cause it's so hard and it takes a lot of money and time. Yeah. So basically, they said yes. So we, I was able to take the truck into our own hands. And then uh, Tanner and Nick have just been working on it for about two months now. So basically, we put a whole new setup in it. We went to Glen Helen a couple weeks ago and got the truck to come to life. And it felt really good. Um, I felt really good in the truck. I felt like I'd never stopped. I really never stopped. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was only off for a couple of months, mm-hmm. six months, seven yeah. months, but overall it felt good. I mean, obviously Glen Helen is a completely different track than, um, Crandon, but dude, the truck felt really good. So I feel I'm as confident as ever in the truck and the capabilities. And we threw a lot of setup at it, tried new stuff and, um, I don't know. It felt really good. So I guess we'll see when we go to Crandon. Hopefully we're not chasing it too much, but like I said, it is, it does look the same as my old truck, but it's drastically different. Um, have you, uh, have you been keeping up with, uh, some of the stuff like at all that's been going on? I, and I, I don't want to make it sound like this. Like, like, have you been keeping up with the pro two class in champ off road? Yeah, I have, uh, sadly. Um, and I say sadly, (laughs) I say sadly because I'm at home or I'm at work, you know, watching on a computer when they're racing on Fridays and it sucks. Like it, it for sure sucks. Like not racing and watching it. Like it for sure bums me out, but, uh, yeah, I've been falling up. I feel like, you know, it's, it's a really, the top guys, top four guys that show up to every race are still, as fast as ever, if not faster than last year, but no, I have been following it. Um, so who do you think then is going to kind of be, um, I guess that, that main threat, I guess, I guess you would almost be a threat to them, you know, coming in. Um, because I think fall Cranon is going to be something it's, it's always, it's always a spectacle. You know what I mean? As far as things go last year was, just absolutely stacked. And then this year, you know, you've got that bum, Mickey Thomas, that bum, Corey winner, <laughs> um, you know, that guy, Ryan beats, uh, that bum Keegan Kincaid. And then, you know, you've got just some part, I don't want to say part-timers coming in, but it adds a different element to it. Are you, are you worried at all that, you know, you're going to have to relearn how to race these guys? Um, I'm not worried on that, that aspect of it. I mean, I haven't raced a, another truck in a long time. And what, since it'll be a year now since I've been yep. Yep. racing around other trucks. So I guess that'll be very, I don't know. I bet I'll pick it up just as ever. But, um, 
I don't know. I feel like, you know, going to Crane and like I've always said is what trucks get the whole shots every race? Like what trucks are fast off the line? And obviously Keegan, he's a whole shot guy. Uh, Mickey Thomas, he's a good whole shot guy. Corey Winter can get whole shots. So I would say those three guys, um, just through the years of racing them, as those dudes are always have been the fast dudes there. But I feel like everyone's pretty damn fast there. It just depends on how good your start is and how good your position is coming out of turn one kind of dictates the whole race. Because it doesn't matter if you get a fifth place start and you got, you know, Kyle climbing in front of you or, or Doug Matag or Ryan B. It's like, all those dudes are all running the same pace. It just really matters on the start of um, who's going to be the biggest threat, I think. So what are your, uh, so we're going to do, we're going to do our predictions for fall Crandon next week. Um, what are you, what are your predictions for, uh, for fall Crandon? Like as far as uh, racing goes, like who do you think is going to win the pro two race on Saturday and Sunday? Me. <laughs> <laughs> boy. Yes, I'm not, I'm not going there to run, to run second, yeah, to yeah. run third. I'll tell you that. Like, I feel like, you know, last year we could go, we could kind of, you know, pick and choose, um, you know, if we're on second or third or fifth, okay, let's just chill. But, you know, this year, obviously maybe the first day, get our, get our feet wet, see kind of how we are. And then everyone's going to be going for it Saturday and Sunday. So there's no excuses, but we're not going there to hopefully run fifth and run second. Like we're going there to win. Mm-hmm. Damn. So we're getting what? 2021, 2022, Jared Brooks, just all out. Oh yeah. Full on out. <laughs> full, full blown. Dude. And, and I love that, man, because I, I remember, I think it was, I believe it was 2020. Um, you were just kind of like dominating like the weekend and on Sunday race, I think you clipped the inside of the wall and it was, I mean, inches, man, you, you clipped the inside of the wall, put you out of the race. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I don't think you raced the, the cup race, but I, I think that was a reminder of how dominant that you can be. And I feel like that's going to kind of be the same deal um, next weekend, knowing like, Hey, you're not in it for a points race. You're here to, to, to win. Yeah. And I feel like, um, racing on Midwest, like when we went there that year, that was all my setup. Like that was our brand new truck. And that was kind of the OG setup. And I feel like we've kind of gone back to that after, you know, racing on the Midwest, when you're racing against those dudes, you start chasing setup and you actually lose your base setup after you start chasing it so much. So mm-hmm. it's kind of good. Like right now we're pretty much at our base setup from we when we originally built our, our first truck. So I don't know, dude, I'm, I'm very confident in our truck right now. Like from how it tested, from how it's out forward bite, it gets better forward bite than my last year's truck. And I feel like that's what we kind of struggled with the last two years race the Midwest. So I'm, I'm beyond confident. <laughs> um, I got a, a few more questions here for you. I kind of hate to jump all over the place, but um uh, last year you, um, you know, closed out the season as a, uh, you know, pro two points champion, something you've always wanted to do and you went out on top and we were lucky and fortunate enough to be able to you know, document that whole season. Um, I guess for us, we had an absolute blast 
filming it and uh, editing. Um, what did you What did you think of Rush? Was that something that you're that you're pretty pretty proud of to be able to have that you know documented and out there? Oh, I think that's probably one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. I mean, to top it off, you know, we were able to win that championship, and I feel like the documentary was was kind of based around the top three guys, obviously. And I feel like that was um, for my last year to close it out with a bitching documentary like that. Like, dude, that's, I can always go look back at that and like, look at that, at that season and how rad that season was and kind of all the hard work that went into it. Mm-hmm. It, it really explains it. And like, if you go show other people, it, it really sh- explains like what short course is, what it's like racing on the Midwest and, uh, Dude, I think it's just so awesome that you guys did that, especially for for that last year, kind of how you guys closed it out. I think that was just uh, freaking badass. Yeah, and and I think that's something that I kind of had always wanted to, you know, just like know from you. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I don't want to sound. I don't know what the word is, but like I, I kind of assumed that you enjoyed it, that you liked it, that that you know, that it was a good series. Like we got a lot of, um, you know, great positive comments, but I'd always just kind of wanted to ask you like straight up, like in your own words, like what you thought of it and the series and stuff like that, I guess to, I don't want to say get like a, a closing feeling out of it, but no, I, I, I thought it was great. And, and yeah, man, we thank you for, you know, um, thinking that it was a pretty darn good documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I thank you guys, dude. I mean, you look back in the day and, you know, we've always talked about it is like, what was it like 2010 when, when they kind of made short course, the documentary, when I think it was torque, like, I love that stuff. Like looking back at it when I was younger racing for a lot, I'm like, dude, I, I think that stuff's so rad. So for me to be able to, for me to be able to be a part of, uh, to be a part of like that. And obviously it took a lot of time and effort out of you guys and money. I could only imagine um, you know, it's just, it's freaking rad. And I, I wish you guys could do it every year. And I wish, I really wish they could publicize that on TV on, on their, uh, you know, on their live feed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we did rush, we did rush too. We, we'd love to do rush three, but again, like you said, it does cost, uh, you know, it does take a lot of time, a lot of money. Um, and unfortunately, and until that's paying the bills, you know, <laughs> that that's something that we can't do. Um, but uh, one of the last questions I have is um, retirement, man. I guess just kind of, I, I know you're, you know, stepping out of it for a little bit. Um, I guess it's a two-part question. How has retirement been? And kind of what are your plans then for the future? I know I've asked you this before, uh, but, your, but, your, but your retirement plans then for the future as well. Yeah, I hate to, I hate to call it a retirement because I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm only 26. Where I'm like, dude, I'm not. I, it's crazy to think about it. I did it for, I've raced hardcore for since I was 10 years old. Yeah. So that's 16 years. And I look back at it, dude, it kind of like bums me out. I'm like, dude, all I know is racing. All I know is race cars and race craft. And it's just like, it sucks to look back at it. Like 16 years of my life and I'm only 26 and racing's like all I know, but at the same token, I'm like, okay, I'm 26 and, um, you know, racing, it's not really paying the bills. It, it's fun as shit. Um, I was lucky I had my partners, my family to help me, but at the same token, I'm like, well, 
know, now I got kids of my own. Like I want them to race, you know, and I know I won't be able to afford if I want to race and I put all my time and effort into my racing, like how will I let them race? So I'm like, you know, I need to, I need to go to work. And uh, luckily my family has an electrical company back here in California. And I'm like, you know, I want, I want to learn that. I want to hopefully take, take it over one day. So I'm like, okay, in 10 years, if I keep racing pro twos and say I did go to pro form, like, am I going to make more money out of it? Is, is there like, what's the goal? You know, what's the end goal? And I'm like, I don't know what the end goal is, you know? And I feel like I kind of ran out of goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, my, my new goal is to, you know, hopefully take over the company and then in hopefully 10, 10 years, 15 years, um, I can go race whenever I want. I can have my kid race, whatever he wants. And I don't know. I just, I just want to have a goal to provide for my family to go race. Like I racing's in my blood. Like I'll never not think about racing every day or not want my kid to race. Like the, just the end goal is to be able to make enough money where I can go race whenever I want not have to worry about sponsors, not have to worry about, how I'm going to have enough money to afford to go race. So that's kind of my plan. And it, it does suck. Like, like there's obviously so much potential where I could, where you can make a lot of money and, and, and do it, but trying to learn it and watching all these people and watching the pro twos race while I'm at home, it, it does suck, but um, I'm just trying to look at the end goal. And um, hopefully when I'm, 35 i can have a, a pro too and my son can be in pro light that'd be that'd be pretty awesome but overall um i know racing will always be there and i'm only getting older so i i'd rather have a company to hopefully make money right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and and yeah. i think that's something that we can all you know understand and appreciate you know that that now that you you know have a family is that you have to at the end of the day you got to provide for them you got to you know, be a father, you know, be a husband. And we all understand that in a perfect world, you know, off-road racing would be making you money to, to live off of. And, and we'd have, you know, stacked classes with you in it. But unfortunately, that's not, it's not how the world turns. Um, but no, I mean, it's, it's, it's great uh, to see you coming back, even if it's for one weekend. And um, dude, like we we're we're stoked. I, I, at least I can't, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see you and Nick. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> he goes and that's it. No one else. else. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think the main thing, dude, is like my kid, dude. He's so into racing right now. Yeah, he could that. name yeah. he could name every driver in the Pro Two class and knows their name, knows their truck color, and he's just so into it that like I'm like, dude, I want to go race so he kind of understands because he's I got him into kind of racing a little bit. I mean, we got go karts now. We got. Stacey Ignites on Wednesdays. We got PWs now, modded out PWs. It's like we're doing we're doing all that stuff where he's all into it. So I'm like, I don't know. He's all into it. I want to go back there, see uh, you know, he just that's all he talks about. He still talks about last year's stuff. I'm like, how do you even remember that? But, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, how's uh who's his favorite pro two racer? Uh he loves Ricky G for some reason. He loves <laughs> Ricky G. Someone someone else's kid also loves Ricky G as well. I can't remember. Yeah, like I remember we we seen Ricky G at the Sand Show last year, and I didn't even I didn't even see him. And Roxon is like Ricky G, Ricky G freaks out, <laughs> runs over to him, 
And then it's funny that he's, he doesn't understand it, but he's like talking crap where he's like, Ricky, you, you bonked my dad at Crandon. <laughs> he's going to bonk you back. He's a, he's yeah. a, I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Like he, he's, he's so into, he's like, what dad, why'd you, you lost your body that race. And then he's like, yeah, Ricky G bonked you. And, <laughs> and then, uh, he calls Mickey Thomas. He knows Mickey Thomas's name, but he calls him he calls him Mickey Mouse because he likes Mickey Mouse. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, Mickey Mouse, man. He 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 always passes you at Crandon. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, uh, just gaslighting, yeah, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Why am I grounded yeah, like, now? <laughs> it, it's, it's so funny. Like I uh, I obviously like tell him like, hey dude, you need to run the insides on this corner because you're getting passed. He's like. Dude, he'll he'll pop back at me. Well, well, you didn't run the inside, and and, and Nick, Nicky Thomas passed you. I'm like, I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> ruthless, yeah, ruthless. People, people don't forget. Cold bloody. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of the main reason, dude. I'm like, I'll never, I'll never stop racing. I'll never get out of it. I've been racing some go karts back at home with him, and it's just, um, you know, dude. When I race that long, you just can't play racing. I got to race something. So overall, I I would love to be able to race like one race a year. Mm-hmm. But um, this opportunity is uh, is awesome. And I'm excited to go back there. But um, now I don't have a truck. So <laughs> yeah. it'll be hard to do this every year. But no, dude, I, I love short course. And it sounds like it's going to be better than ever in a couple of years, maybe next year. So yeah. I'll always follow it. And I'm so excited to get back there. It sounds like it's going to be a freaking rowdy pro two field. That's what I was just going to ask you. I was like, you've seen the races this year and how wild they've been getting. I was like, you ready for something like that? Yeah. I feel like we're going to tear some shit up. Dude. I, <laughs> I think, I think the drivers are a little bit more aggressive this year too, mm-hmm. where I'm like, you know, it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be gloves off the whole week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's been. Dougie came back last, last race and he yeah. did some smashing. He got some, yeah, he got, got smashed up. into yeah. He got tuned up. Yeah. He, he got, <laughs> he got a little door from Corey and he started fucking crying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it almost feels like that would be for you. You got that number one on now. They're going to be like, oh, yeah. show this guy up. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, who knows? It'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited. It, it came quick. It's been, it's been about like a, a two month ordeal just trying to get ready. And I'm like, dude, I forgot how much work it is, but <laughs> overall, man, I just can't wait to get back there. And it sounds like it's going to be the biggest Crandon yet. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's supposed to be absolutely wild. Like, I mean, we, I mean, again, you know, we wish you nothing but the best, you know, on the, on the, on the track. Um, you know, we want to see you do well, come back and, you know, do another, I don't want to say Cinderella story, but it'd be great for you to come out of retirement, you know, dominate and then, you know, go back into (laughs) hibernation with all your trophies and wins. But, you know, while we want you to do good on the track, you're going to get that ass whooped on Wednesday on the golf course. Yep. Dude, I don't even want to hear it. You guys cheated in that long oh, drive. You stop, it. It. you stop it, man. You're not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Papa's been crushing ass this year in golf. Let me tell you. Hey, who won the golf league? 
Man, okay. Don't even get. Don't. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this later. I'll, I just. Yeah. I'm excited to see you yeah, guys. Yep. I'm excited for the the shit talk on the golf course. I hope you're in front of us so I can bomb the fairways with how far I can fucking drive, and then uh, and then I'll hear you guys complain then, and, and we'll show you how far I can drive. Oh yeah, now that weekend's gonna be set so much fun. So. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be a full different, full different, uh, setup for us this year. Easy ups and you know, I like that. a little bit different. Nice. I love it. I love it. All righty, big dog. Well, we will let you go. Thank you so much, man, for uh, taking time out of your day to chat with us and uh, kind of let us know your plans for fall Crandon. And, uh, yeah, man, we are excited and we will see you Wednesday, uh, at Leona country club. Sounds good, boys. Right. Talk to you guys later. Yep. Right. Yeah, see you soon. Love. love you. Love, love you. you. Love you guys. Later. Boom. See, he's back. Just, he's back. He's back. back. I ain't going back. anywhere. Yeah. I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Get the tickets mm-hmm. over. Oh! <laughs> 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 Uh no, uh, but uh wild, wild, uh wild show. Yeah. Fucking dude. I think uh having Ken and Mike to start it off was good. Following it with Gray was even better. Yep. And then the cherry on top. Yeah. Cherry on top. Well, not anymore. I don't know what color is. I'm excited. I like the high vis stuff he always goes I, with. I do too, man. I like them colors. It adds it, it it adds a different um on a style to him. Yeah. If he's got hot pink, that's what I'm going with. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen some of too. his hats and stuff. I was like, Oh, I I'm, saw, I'm I saw some of his shirts and I, sh- and I think I know what color his truck is. What yeah. color? Breaking news. Oh, I, I ain't going to tell you. I'm, I'm going to let him reveal that. We already revealed that he's yeah, coming to yeah, Crandon. Right, so we, even. We, yeah. we, we can't take too much away. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. From just uh, kind of looking at like his, you know, Instagram or like Tanner's or, or yeah. Nick. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. I just actually, speaking of uh, name drops, um, just got a FaceTime from Jazzy Cold Cuts. The coldest, <laughs> the of, coldest cuts. of the coldest cuts. of cuts. He, uh, he, he, we didn't podcast yet. I'm like, or I was like, I was like, oh, podcasting right now. And he goes, yeah, where's it at? Can we even say his name yet? <laughs> uh, we can now. I, I won oh. the bet. Oh, I won the golf bet back, mm-hmm. I think, end of June. And I just have forgotten to. NDA has lifted. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I could call him Jazzy Cold Cuts for a year. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he had to change his name on, on Call, Call of Duty. Duty to Jazzy Cold Cuts. Jazzy Coldest. JCC. JCC. Yep. The JCC. coldest. Mm-hmm. The coldest of cuts. Of cuts. And he was supposed to get a bumper sticker, but he's like, hmm, my wife, my wife won't let me get it. I was like, oh, but if it's the other way around, if I lost, yep. I'd have to get the bumper then. Yep. I'd have to get the bumper well, sticker. Well, you're going to have to get one anyways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot that happened. Yeah, man. Some... <laughs> fucking scumbag backed into me yesterday. I walked up to my car. There's a perfect square right into my bumper. Like not even a note, nothing, nothing. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Just got to go on with the dangerous neighborhood. You guys love it. Dangerous (laughs) neighborhood, man. You, you don't know when you're going to get backed into a full blown vehicle like that. A diesel truck. Look look like like. it. Yeah. Look like, you know, maybe a, a a hitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? The back of a hitch, like, like, and with a square like that, like yeah. you have to be going. It wasn't like a graze. Oh no, man. <laughs> like a full blown squared up stick. Yeah. Cause it like, 
It was a cut outline yeah. into my into Perfect. my bumper. I guess we man. are five minutes. <laughs> like over. it wasn't even like a little graze. You know what I mean? I it was what? like I, I it hope almost I seemed hope like we find that guy, but we got to get going. It, it was almost like a committed and, hit. Uh, you know what I mean? The only commitment yeah. that person maybe you know is going through yeah. or, or is capable of <laughs> is just <laughs> hitting other people's vehicles. Yeah. You know, smoked just, it. All you I can know, do though is all I can do is pray. Yeah. Pray for that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's happy and living life to the fullest. Yeah. I mean, because I'm pretty sure you deserved it. Whoa. What are you trying to say? Oh, I'm just saying the way you are. You, you think I I deserve getting backed into? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So are you almost trying to justify then whoever that scoundrel is who hit my car? I mean. That rap scallion? It might, it might have been karma. Who knows? Karma? I, I haven't hit anybody, though. Just God making his rounds. Mm, mm. <laughs> making his rounds. <laughs> and he chose that person to be his son. Yeah. 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 Man, you know, I almost think maybe it's on purpose. <laughs> Hurtville. <laughs> Hurtville. Yeah. Do you like that? Hurt, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. If you guys didn't know, I backed it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Breaking news, everybody. Actually, I did get a bunch of messages from people that were like, they were like, go check the cameras. And then yeah. there was like small claims court. And uh, man, what were a few other ones? Yeah, that one's my fault. I was telling him too that I was like, man, I wish I was on my phone so I could just told him that, hey, so you can justify it. I was on my phone, but dude, I had all the mirrors checked and everything backing up all nice and slow, and uh, bam, and I'm like, fuck, what the fuck did I hit? Yeah, full blown car. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) missed it by one spot. Yeah, Yeah. let's see. uh, Even dude, Alex Fortune actually called it. He goes, it was Jeffrey after the chicken incident. Yeah. And, <laughs> hey, shut uh, up. You almost had the fire police man called mm-hmm. at the this, complex. Okay, mm-hmm. you you saw my Snapchat, right, I Lyle? Did. I did. Of how smoky it was in here yep. after he burnt the chicken. I did see that. Right? There's a fucking haze in here, bro. And then last night I'm making bacon, right? I pull it out of the oven. And I, again, I don't know if a little bit of grease like hit the hit the oven or whatever. It was bare, like it wasn't even a plume of smoke. It was like, okay, I'm taking the bacon out. Just a little bit of like smoke, right? Yep. Put it down, close the oven. It's not like I left it open or anything. All of a sudden the fire alarms go off (laughs) and I got so pressed, bro. Like I got so pissed. I'm like, and I like looked at the fire. I was like, there's no fucking way. I'm like, Jeffrey had the whole fucking apartment full of smoke. Not once did you peep or say anything. He's done that three times now. Three times Jeffrey's filled the apartment with smoke. Haven't heard a fucking peep from you. Weren't even sure if you were on or working. (laughs) The second I get a little bit of bacon grease with a little puff of smoke, you Thing goes off. Yeah, I had the fire chief down here too, making sure no one was dying. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah, apartment 15. Apartment 15, nine apartments down. Everybody okay down here? <laughs> <laughs> it was only over like 10 seconds, man. Uh, but yeah, so. Okay. No, let's uh, close out. Uh, I also had another guy say, crap, dude, so sorry, people suck. I had the same <laughs> thing happen to me a few times. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go. No let's one. see. It's a Honda Civic. It's a Honda Civic. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, people care. Like, oh, someone said I'd mention it to uh, management. Like, oh. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I sure will. Yeah, I go, sure will. The manager will get this. Yes, yes. Be like, what kind of people you got living here? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh man, no, it was a uh, dude. Good podcast. Yep. Both stayed on time, about two hours. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Thank so. you guys for listening. Yeah, we you. love you guys. Thank yes, you. we love you guys. Thank love you. you all for listening again. Uh, sorry, the podcast is day late, but yeah, we'll, we'll get this bad Remember, boy out. Podium to pavement. Get podium. Those, get those Kenda MTs. Podium to pavement. 
Gray Ledbetter's not swinging on you, and JB Brooks is back. Yep. Yep. There we go. And uh, next week, we will have our picks uh, for Fall Cranon. Not sure who our guests are, but we're excited. Should be out on Tuesday. Hopefully. And uh, hopefully. <laughs> and then we are, uh, again, thank you. Yep. Yes, thank you, everybody. Thank you guys. I'm T.O. Levine. This is the Impulse Show. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye. bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you.